0: Hello to you all, our beloved Spooky Soad listeners. I am coming at you today on this day before Halloween to bring you some exciting news. This will be our very first Spooky sode that will have not one, but two parts. That's right, coming out on Monday, we will be releasing a mini-episode that will be Our Findings. It will be a culmination of what we found from audio, video, images, things of the like. And we cannot be more excited to share it with you because, my friends, it was a wild, wild ride. So without any further ado, we're pleased as punch to bring to you part one, Spooky Sode 7, our night at the historic and fabulously haunted Magnolia Hotel in Seguin, Texas. Fucker again. This is the most also infuriating <gasps> pot filter in the history of the world. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. We can just switch. No, I'm not worried about it. It just needed to be screwed in a little more. I just wanted this uh Yeah, it doesn't swivel. You gotta Okay.
1: Alright. Macy. Uh Macy. What? You hear that music, right? I hear I hope you do. It's different than normal. Because that means we've got it figured out. <laughs> <laughs> If we don't hear music, then we failed. Then, we <laughs> then this video will probably start at a different place. <laughs> the day is here. Mm. The day we've talked about for so
0: long. A good it feels like already minute. Yeah, at least a
1: month. At least a couple of episodes, yeah. for sure. And by the time this comes out, even longer than that. Oh my gosh, you yeah. guys are so sick of hearing about this. Um, as you know already, where are we at? Where are we at? as you know already, where are we?
0: We are staying at the very famous, very historical
1: Magnolia
0: Hotel in, Sagan, Texas.
1: It was an event to get here, and I know we've probably told the story a hundred times, so we'll skip over the uh details that we've been over a hundred times, but it was pretty exclusive to get here. It was, yeah, um, I feel like extremely hashtag blessed to be one of the first uh, people to be here and and getting to stay in the second hand or the second hand the second story (laughs) excuse me it's not second hand the second story um, Airbnb that we have going on yeah man Uh, and they're booked up for quite some time and they have a guest book that only a like a handful of people yeah there's only like five
0: entries in there so far
1: Uh, and you know we'll get into the history of this place a little bit and what it's been through but uh this is new. This, this did not look like this. No, it's been restored beautifully. Yes. I love it. And um, this is the most haunted hotel in Texas. Except it wasn't a hotel. It was a hotel. It's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's one of the most haunted locations in Texas. There we go. We'll roll this <laughs> down. Uh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> christ in there is so
0: many vehicle noises going on y'all are gonna hear a lot of vehicle noises. yes we'll try to point them out yes. all of the times that we can
1: um because there's many right now in particular I, I think that wednesday church has just everybody let out. is
0: getting out of wednesday night church um, Yes, and we are right across the street from about 14 churches yeah
1: as every small town in the south knows you need one church per person in, yeah. in the town yeah so we're in the thick of it. It'll probably die down here in the next 15 minutes yeah. or so. Uh, and as always, we want to ask you guys to point out any, any little things you hear yeah, yeah, any little spooky bits. We will be doing EVP work a little later tonight. Yes. Um, and especially, you know, for those Patreon viewers who watch the video and listen to the EVP work and all of that, uh, please point out with timestamps, if you hear anything and, and, Honestly, we're going to try to say, like, cars, if we hear cars, yeah. or if we hear anything, like, oh, Clarky just walked through the door. Um, we'll let you know. Yeah. But if you see a ghost hanging out above us, <laughs> it's just some, tell, let a girl know. What are we talking about today? Well, mm-hmm.
0: we're going to talk about this place.
1: Yeah, we are. I'm, And I'm genuinely so pumped about it. Yep. Yep.
0: And... Uh then i my topic i'm bringing to the table today is actually it's pretty fun i'm excited about it one is a little smaller and then one's a little bigger but they're both just interesting and they're kind of campfire story eve i love it i'm talking about two uh, and you know there's like a thousand of these all over the world and there's, there's We're talking about two portals to hell.
1: Mm. Hell yes. Yes. So maybe we'll get some mic interference again and freak everybody the ass out. Yeah. When you're talking about And maybe
0: we'll leave it again. We'll leave it in. We'll leave it in.
1: And continue to get emails to this very day about (laughs) it.
0: (laughs) So I'm excited about it. I was taking the notes this morning. I could not decide what I was going to. Do for this at all. And then I did, I took your advice and I was like, I'm gonna go take a shower. And really, what gave me the inspiration was fucking Zach Bagans being the only person in the whole universe to say that there's a portal in this hotel when nobody else said
1: that Oh my god, all. that's right. Wait, can we talk about this? We will talk about this, yeah. Christ. And
0: so I thought about that and I was like, oh, that's it. Well, t- I'll talk about gateways. And like, you know, there's like 80 billion of them all over the it, planet. Is
1: there one in this hotel? Uh, yeah, and right
0: here is where
1: the portal is. <laughs> god damn it. Is it though? Last night we were staying at my house in Murderworth. And we were getting ready, packing everything up, and kind of finalizing our notes and things. And it was already, what, like 10 o'clock at night? Late. Maybe later than that, yeah. And uh, I, I was feeling, like, I was like, let's get on to their website and let's look at some of their videos that they've had yeah. in the past. Yeah. And get, like, get, get ready for it. Uh, because, again, if you're not tired of hearing us talk about it, ev- everybody's been here. Mm-hmm. The ghost hunters have been here. Um, ghost adventures. Yeah. Um, haunted Texas. Then there's... The day tripper. The day tripper. <laughs> um, another really Root large one that's ex- escaping me right now. And, of course, our our dear old buddy, the Bags. The Bags. Um, has been here. So we were like, let's put it on. And we, of course, immediately go to the Bags. And he does what he does, and told the stories of oh, this person was here, and you hear kind of the same stories because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just been a very long time, and it's racked up certain personalities. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So he kind of goes through then, but then slaps on that there's also a portal to hell here. Yeah, and nobody else has said that ever at all. And we just look and at he each says other it and
0: so nonchalantly, and he's just like, oh, and right here where I'm standing is where the portal is, and we were just like, who said that? You said. Did that. anybody
1: say that? Zach. Zach. <sighs> Thick Zach.
0: Oh, God. So, that said, that's what inspired me to talk about portals today. Nice. I have one that's like kind of a short, little short boy. Oh. I have a longer one that's really
1: just cool.
0: It's just a cool story. Oh. And I took the notes this morning and I was like, all right, I can do this. This is fun. <laughs>
1: I'm glad that yours is kind of a classically scary, yeah, uh, experience. Mine is veering off from spooky, um, and and more to just kind of freaky. Yeah, honestly, uh, I'm going to be talking about the theory of, and I'm going to see if my husband has knows what I'm talking about. Space fiend that he is, I'm going to be talking about Planet X. Anything, Clark? Nope. You got no. a couple mouse clicks. No. Okay. Uh, Agnes, and, and like a cheeky smile that I can't quite. And he's still doing it. Why are you doing that with your face? Stop it. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm going to be talking about Planet X. A unconfirmed the- theoretical planet. Some theories about where we come from as humans. What's going to happen to us in the future. And uh, is there a ninth planet out there after all? Uh, and then, of course, we've got our listeners' stories. Wouldn't
0: Planet X be tenth? X for ten. What's the ninth? I thought Pluto was a planet
1: again. D- was that official? I don't know. I thought it was. I Pluto's
0: a fucking planet, bitch.
1: I like. I thought. I don't know anymore. Um, I had heard Clark is Pluto a planet again? He's shaking his head now. Okay. I feel like I googled it because I heard someone say that and I saw like, no, it's not. Okay. But I don't know. Okay. Now I feel really unconfirmed. (laughs) So then,
0: do you want want to roll into the history of this joint?
1: Yeah, let's do that. Uh, So I'm going to be talking about the history of this establishment. It is not always a hotel. It's not really even a hotel right now. Yeah. Uh, It is an Airbnb that... There's a lot of strangeness going on with this uh, this particular... uh, where we are right now. So we're on the second floor of the Magnolia Hotel, yeah, but like a portion of it. And there's a a door over here where if we got the code, if we told them we want to go into this area, um, but it's not a part of the B and B package. Yeah, yeah, it's like a... uh, it's like a, it's a day tour. I'm sorry, yeah. it's a day tour that you can purchase and and get uh, through the week. But yeah. you know whatever. I'm trying to make it not sound like we did just cheap out and didn't yeah. go for it. Uh, anyway. There's a door right over here that leads into the unfinished part. Th- yeah. This is all beautifully restored. Yeah, I mean, you guys nice. will take pictures, but there's like a Tiffany blue, se- like, it's, roof. The ceiling is
0: beautiful. I really love it.
1: And this wood floor that is, if not, it's probably not original, but it's really goddamn old. Very old. Uh, and antique, much like the Jefferson situation. Everything it in this It reminds me kind of like that. Very old. Um, but just a couple of feet in this direction over here to the left, it's completely... Un, untouched. Yeah, They've kind of come through and cleaned it up and I'll get into why they needed yeah. to clean this up a little bit, uh, but they've come through and they've cleaned it up, uh, but they left all the artifacts. It's real spooky. And it's dusty. We looked through the keyhole yeah. and we saw a chair and we just know when we look again later, it's not going to be there anymore. Yep. Or it's going to be facing the other yep. way. Um, so we're, we're in a very small corner of this hotel. Uh, a half of a half of yes. it. Uh, and below us the downstairs is currently a like a museum of the history of the place and you can again get day tours to go through and see all these artifacts take pictures it's where all the um before this upper level that we're on before it was finished it's where all the ghost hunters and and paranormal people came through and did their investigations very few people actually had access to the the top portion that we are on right now so there's the ac coming on if you heard that and if you do hear something that sounds like mouse clicks, my husband's Minecrafting in the next room. <laughs> um, it's not a ghost Minecrafting, just the Clarky. Uh, so this hotel, this building, was built originally as a two-room log cabin yep. in 1840. 1840. So that's about 180 years ago, give or take like a year, depending on the month, uh, by a man named James Campbell who was, by the way, an original Texas ranger. Oh. And one of the founders of the town that we are are, are in, Seguin, Texas. James Campbell was killed after and in retaliation for the council house fight of San Antonio. This was a fight between the rangers and the native people of Texas at this time. Let's see... He is buried somewhere on the surrounding property around yeah. us. Because this was his home. It was just a little small cabin at the time. So somewhere, if we look out the the windows, he's got his little body mm-hmm. hanging out there, um, which for some reason actually freaks me out more. I don't know why. What? Like, a, yeah, for like ghosts and people who died because let's not mm, let's not dance around it. People have died in this place. Yes. Um, that doesn't freak me out as much as knowing that there's like a physical, it's just such a physical tie. Yeah. You know, that is like, that's your resting place. And then we're here yeah. staying at it. Um, so part of the home, uh, the original home, was a basement that was originally intended to be used as a safe room during raids by the Native Americans that would come through. And there, there's all kind of fighting at yes. this time. If you don't know Texas history, just think of the Alamo where a couple of miles away from San Antonio, so all of that kind of the Alamo yeah. is just a very grand and then version of it. Like Plains
0: uh, Indians and like, you know, not even just plains Indians, but just the, the Native Americans that lived yeah. in Central Texas and then settlers just moving right just, on. Just just coming
1: in and being like, This is mine now. Mine. And then the uh you know, people would retaliate and then we we're like, well they're look at the, they're savage. Savages fighting back. <laughs> why why would they just give it to us? Um so That's what's going on around this time. After the time of the raids, the basement would later become a jail. And this jail was, even in its heyday, even in its prime, labeled as the worst jail in Texas. Great. So, we're sitting right above that. And honestly, I gotta say, when we got here, we started snapping pictures that you guys can see over uh, on our Facebooks and whatnot. Yeah. Um, We're not really picking up, at this time that we first got here, we're not really picking up anything too heavy you know we're not feeling anything that's like get out however when we go outside and we start snapping pictures both of us independently had separate feelings of um these old houses they have a basement that up at the very top metal vents they've got those vents that look like little windows but you can see them from outside and we both just kind of like looked into different parts and we were like no 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 this is not um and the heart kind of starts to Mm -hmm. race And you just have that feeling of like, I need to not, you know? So we'll have pictures of that. And that's the, so far tonight, that's the worst thing that's happened. Yeah. Um, I've actually
0: felt quite cozy.
1: I felt pretty good. Uh, I start to think about the history and about the things. And I kind of like, "Mm," and I'm not looking forward to the time when I know everyone in the house is gonna be asleep at me and I'm just gonna be staring at the ceiling going, that's a pretty blue, don't shake my legs, please. So after it was... What was his name? Sorry. So after it was James Campbell's home, it was turned into a stagecoach by a man named Joseph Johnson.
0: Stagecoach Inn?
1: Uh, no, just a, a stagecoach and hotel. Okay. Gotcha. So yes, okay. sorry. Uh, and outside of this, on the the stairways leading up, there's like a little... Pictograph mm. that shows all the people who have owned it yeah, uh, through the time. Cool. And this guy had Buku Bucks. Mm. So he came through and he made it the only and the first stagecoach that Sigin would ever see, uh, stagecoach and, and hotel. Uh, in 1850, William Reed and William Carpenter came into ownership of the Magnolia and they turned the building into uh, what was called the most elegant hotel oh. in the area. So they're the ones that really kind of built the structure of what okay, we see, yeah. the multi-rooms and and turned it into something bigger. In 1874, a na- <laughs> Okay, so here's here's some history of one of the biggest things you'll see
0: yeah.
1: in regards to this, this place. In 1874, a man named w- Wilhelm Faust made the Magnolia his home. Which very
0: appropriate last name. I think oh about heck. Faust and the
1: devil. Uh, He was the town pharmacist. He was the only pharmacist in Seguin at the time, which it's not a big town. Um, And he's he's a pretty bad dude. Uh, History has labeled him a serial killer by some, or simply a multiple killer. Either way, pretty bad. Uh, He, (laughs) at one point, came up with this grand plan. He stole the horse of the Magnolia's owner. Like... uh, just stole a horse and rode off to New Braunf- Braunfels to do a murder that he had to planned. Do, do. To do a murder.
0: Uh, which is New Braunfels is not far from
1: here. Not at all. It's about 15 miles. Uh, so on horse, that's what, I don't know how long that would be. I don't have a horse. And he went there with the intention of murdering his wife... Uh, Because he was in love with his sister-in-law. And if his wife was out of the picture... Then he could marry her sister. He could get with her. Because, you know, she'll be like, oh, great. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's hook up. I love a man that kills my sister. (laughs) Uh, So when he gets to New Braunfels, he goes to this house that his wife is currently staying at. She went to visit some friends. And um, he, he just busts in. And shoves an axe into the nearest person that I guess the first person he sees. Yeah. Uh, and it made sense to him because, uh, and he doesn't know this, but later he finds out that his wife let a little girl, the her friend's daughter, yeah. you know, uh, who was sick at the time, let her sleep in her bed, and they kind of did a bed switch, sip, yeah. you know, s- situation. So he was just like, "Oh, that's the bed she's sleeping in," and shoves an axe into what turns out to be. A 12-year-old child named Emma Volkner. Then when his wife heard the commotion, she woke up and she started to scream. And reflexively, I guess, he turns around and puts the axe right in between her eyes. uh, Thinking that he killed her, Uh, he rode back to Sagin and he strolled back up into this hotel and just went to bed. Like, super chill. NBD. No, you know he and he did think that he he thought that he killed uh, his wife as well as the girl, but who cares about her? Yeah. Uh, turns out he just blinded her for the rest of her life and severely injured her, injured her. And yeah, this worked life. out. He actually kind of gets away with it for a little while. Eventually, it works. It, the, we've talked about this in the past. the The law moves very slow. Yeah. In this time and in this place, so it eventually makes its way back to him, and he is apprehended taken to jail and before he can even be convicted he is shot to death Mm -hmm. in the courtroom by a vigilante some think it was the uh little girl's uh father Mm -hmm. but you can go visit her grave there's pictures of her that are so eerie she's really beautiful if yeah she does not look like a 12 year old kid very beautiful you know and um I don't know, just very chilling.
0: I found—I don't know if you have this, and you might. I found the newspaper clipping Mm. about her procession, and I want—I want to read it. It's very interesting. There's one part, and I'm not like trying to like make light of a situation, Mm. but there's like the wording of it is—it's been enough time,
1: yeah. You know, Um, it's the way it's the old speak
0: that it's written in. Oh no! But here it is. So it's actually very sad, but it's interesting to read. So Mm. this was published. This was published in the Galveston News, Hmm. July twenty fifth, 1874, and it was called The Funeral of Miss Emma Volker, the Victim of a Horrible Murder. Hmm. Miss Emma Volker, uh, the only beloved daughter of Julius and Louise Volker, uh, was so brutally murdered here a few days ago, uh, was buried here today at 8 o'clock with musical honors by the band of this place. Her burial was one of the largest ever known in the country. Mm. Every man, woman, and child who could possibly go went out, and tears were standing in every person's eyes when they formed the procession, which was three miles long. Her many friends will mourn her loss. She was about 13 years old, uh, just under, the only daughter and the light of the family who will never get over the loss of their only daughter upon whom they always looked with happiness and joy. She was useful in every way to her mother and father, and therefore she will be missed much more. (laughs) <laughs> she was not useful. I just thought that was a very interesting wording. Mrs. Faust is still alive, but there is hardly hope of her recovery. So at this point, she's yes. not out of the woods. Uh, several persons have been arrested, but there is no clue to the perpetrator yet. So this was written like before everything mm-hmm. was known. Yeah. Uh, the people are wild over the horrible occurrence. There are several rumors on what caused the horrible yeah. murder, but it would not be wise to publish them. We'll keep you posted
1: thank god for that here yeah. in the future we know what happens yeah. they yeah. apprehend the the bad guy and he is shot to death before he can uh be brought to justice in yes. in a in a legal way yes. it's one of those situations i'm not mad about yeah. how it turned out yeah. um but think about it what you know today if that happened if somebody just busted into a house ax murdered a child yeah. and like nobody knew who did it the same thing would happen yes. people there would be candlelight vigils yes. and people are freaked out so back in a time where there was we've talked about this there's no like i hate to say it but there's no entertainment yeah no i know it's um mean. not that you're being entertained there's by no this there's no distraction this as much. is uh, you're hanging kind yeah. of getting more and more information about this every day you're like i wonder what we're going to find out yeah. um and there is some apparently different like different reasons that he did this uh in some stories he rode down to kill his uh wife to free himself so he could get with his sister and in some stories she was staying with her sister and then some stories there's
0: some vagueness you know
1: it, it it has a couple different ways that um that actually could have gone however there was a 12 year old girl murdered uh and after they apprehend apprehended faust which i would just want to say uh this part of texas hill country green new Braunfels, uh is very ha- had a large influx of uh, german settlers yeah there's a lot
0: of german influence you know
1: so i'm reading these names like faust and yeah. what was it volker yeah uh, volker Vel- volker where is it
0: v e o l k e r i think yeah
1: volker volker uh, and I was just like, oh, this is such a, this is such a hill country, Texas of the time story. Uh, he actually, after was apprehended, he confessed that he had killed twice before. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wilhelm. Yeah. Yeah. Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Very German.
1: Wilhelm Faust, mm-hmm. uh, which I just think Klaus, uh, which is probably not right. Um, which is also German. Which is, yeah. Uh, so he did confess that he had killed twice before uh and in this way he's labeled as a serial killer but i think you have to meet certain requirements to be a serial killer yeah, not really
0: sure about
1: it um so that's why many people call him just like a yeah. multi-murderer yeah. uh and then he, he you know he was shot to this was huge huge texas news and he was living at this hotel and he came back and just chilled here for a couple of days um that's a bold move. Yeah. Stealing a horse of your landlord, basically. Yeah, pretty much. That would be like if today, if you stole your landlord's car, went and did a murder, came back and just kind of calmly went to bed. Yeah. How chilling would that be if you heard, Yeah. you know, your neighbor Gary did that. Be pretty spooky. Be spooky. So some people say that uh, he's still here. Axe murdering people, I guess. What do you do when you're a ghost? Uh,
0: From what, he, he'll, he'll do some scratching.
1: That's right. He's the scratcher. Yeah, he's,
0: and really, from what I've seen, most of everybody here, pretty chill. Yeah. He's kind of the, the one that will get fussy.
1: Really? Yeah. I feel like you have to be mad if you go from murdering and axe murdering and being very powerful and stealing horses to all you can do is scratch somebody. Yeah, I mean, you might as well, you know. I feel like you're probably pretty pissed. Yeah. It's like that scene, did you ever see the family guy where they all got superpowers? And Meg, all she could do was grow fingernails. Yes, grow them out. (laughs) Uh, All right. So now we're going to fast forward to the 1930s. The top floor, the floor that we're currently on, was made into apartment houses. And I've said this to Macy like six times. I would live in this little apartment. Yeah. Uh, It was probably not nearly this big. Back I in the 1930s. It yeah. might have been. Maybe I not think two it bedrooms. Seems like, but, yeah,
0: it's possible it could have been.
1: Because right now we have a living room. We have two bedrooms, a bathroom, and a, and a kitchenette. kitchenette. Yeah. You know? Uh, so it could have been a two-bedroom if you were and I'm going to assume they've probably done some work on the interior. Uh, who knows? But uh, they were made in... And it's very sweet and cute. And of course it's it been restored. Yeah. But I have to imagine that uh, if you were the once most glorious hotel, as they called it, the most glorious hotel in Central Texas, you probably turn into some nice apartment buildings. So the top floor was uh, those apartment houses, and the lower floor worked as the owner's family home. Uh, And it operated this way until the entire thing was abandoned in the early 1990s. All through its life in the 1990s, it became overrun with squatters, and in all honesty, let's not mince words, it was a drug house.
0: It was a drug house.
1: Uh free-for-all. Um, yeah, people would kind of... And this is a, this is a small town, and um, abandoned buildings in small towns, they have a tendency to not kind of get the attention they need. No. Never destroyed, never brought down, they're just kind of left to rot. Yeah. And when that happens, people make their way in uh, to get a roof over their head. And this is a big place. So this a housed A lot of people. Uh, and in fact, the people who own it now, we watched a few videos. Uh, the woman who owns it now said when they came through and cleaned it up. She was full of needles yeah, and paraphernalia. It was and... just drug. She said drug paraphernalia. And then she kind of scratched her forehead and gave a look like there was a lot. It was, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was not fun for me. Um, so this was, I don't know, up to your knees and, and needles. Yeah. Um, in the 1990s. However, um. In, it kind of operated this way until in 1912 it was placed on the Texas's most endangered list. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, and that basically just said this place, here, here's a list of places that are special. This
0: relic is going to it's gonna disappear.
1: It's going to fall down. Uh, and it was these, here's all these places that are really special. They have a ton of history. However, it's about to fall in on itself. Um, and that's when the current owners, the Gettys, bought and restored the hotel making it into a museum on the, mm-hmm. on the first floor uh the top floor was cleaned out but ultimately left as storage i think and they're still like working that. on it yeah they,
0: they plan on doing it yeah they just haven't got the, it's yeah. a huge
1: fucking job this is the first installment of the complete renovation yeah uh and i imagine they'll probably open eventually maybe the whole top floor probably maybe little sections this like is this. speculation <laughs> yeah i don't know um but i, I think it would be not. a great idea yeah If you sold out, dude, for two years after a couple of days... Yeah, there's demand here. I think they should go ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put my stamp on that. Uh, So anyway, the Gettys bought and restored the hotel in a 2012-2013 era area. And during the renovation, there was reportedly so much ghostly activity that several of the contractors up and left. Yeah, they're like, that's enough. (laughs) She said, "Uh, we can't keep people here working on this um and it was almost discouraging i I read interviews from her that said we got to a point where we were just like at a standstill like new people would come in work for like a couple of weeks and then be like bye and they'd have to go through and then of course word of mouth goes and everyone's like i don't know you have gone through a lot of contractors we don't really want to work do this so it got hard Mm -hmm. so they really had to put in a lot of their own kind of sweat and tears into this place. So that's from 2013. How long has it been? 2013 to now? 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, five years? Mm. Did I do that math, mm-hmm. right? It's so about five years of operating as a uh, museum on the top bottom floor and the top floor being renovated. Oh, yeah. Um, what is 13? six years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, today, the Magnolia has been featured on tons of ghostly shows. All of them. Names like Ghost Adventures, When Ghosts Attack, Strange Town... Uh, And apparently has been filmed very recently for a documentary, as well as a movie. Cool. There's a movie coming out. A movie. Uh, Whether or not it's going to revolve around this place or simply act as a backdrop uh, is unclear, but there's going to be a movie. Uh, And with the help of the paranormal shows that have come through, as well as several psychics, 13 individual spirits have been identified as still walking the ground. And I think you have some more information. I do. On those ghosties. Is that your segue? That's, That's my segue. One. Did you like, like it? it. Yeah. Queen of segues.
0: All right. So here's what we got about that.
1: I feel like you're about to do a very Quentin Tarantino, like introduction of these ghosts. It'll be like ghost one. <laughs> you know, it's like a cool <laughs> freeze frame.
0: Da 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 And it's like crazy neon letters. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's
0: Faust. <laughs> So, as you said, there are allegedly 13 of these boys walking around the Magnolia Hotel. All boys. All, all boys. <laughs> um, and they, uh, they're kind of found all throughout in different sections, mm-hmm. uh, in different places. Uh, they range from docile characters. It seems like the majority, mm-hmm. actually, are, are docile characters. And then, you know, uh, and they, they manifest from shadowy figures to mm-hmm. mists mm-hmm. Um, uh, and things like that. Some people say that... Um, Emma, the girl who was murdered, even though she was murdered mm-hmm. fifty miles away, is here.
1: She's just traveled here. Yeah, she, she okay. basically
0: st- stuck to him. Yeah, you know, and then is here. I get, I get it. And she's a real good time. Yeah, oh. you know, she's real sweet. Really. Um, it, I, I was watching a video of uh, the owner. We were both watching it, and she mm-hmm. was playing the flashlight game. A lot of people that know was this. her. Yeah, that was her. Okay. And you know, she was talking. To she's like, "All right, sweetie, come on, like, yeah, you know, let's do it." And, and on
1: on cue, man, she turned that light yeah, on and off she's several times.
0: Friendly. She loves to play. Mm. Um, and things like that she's very good little presents. so things uh things have been photographed all over the place and it's actually a really great touch they have a book here of pictures uh that people have taken that the owners have taken and it's in like a binder and you can look through that doors uh throughout the building will will shut and open um did we address
1: your photo not yet. That we took. Okay. Yeah. Maybe one day you're, we're, we'll put our we'll have our little wobah photo I, in there. I think we need to yeah, absolutely because it's fucking uncanny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, there, there's a lot of. Um, there's a lot of different ways that things manifest here. There, you know, people will get chills mm-hmm. more often than not, which doesn't really necessarily mean to be a bad thing, right? Yeah. Um, smells such as cigar smoke or perfume.
1: I read a lot of perfume yeah. smells. That
0: and the cigar smoke. Mr. Campbell uh, oh. would like to smoke cigars. Okay. Um,
1: which is something you and I have a. Oh, experience. we've both experienced yeah. that. Not here, of no. course, but yeah. in two different places, actually. Yeah. Rustin has too, like everybody has. I think your mom, I think even like dad said at one point. very prominent. Yeah, we have a particular relative who we believe it is because he always, always smoked those cigars. Uh, But yeah, Um, getcha.
0: Many people have, uh, and along with this, many ghosts have been photographed, particularly from the windows of this location
1: huh let's add to
0: that list um <laughs> we'll post that uh yes well if we haven't already if we can if we
1: can um if we refrain can hold off. From holding off because y'all it's unbelievable we were here for a couple 15 of 15 minutes yeah we decided let's go outside and let's take some pictures and we said let's make sure to get tons of pictures up the windows because that's where typically yeah people a lot. get things uh and we came came back and started kind of re- reviewing and there was a couple of photos with black spots and uh, yeah. some strange things and then macy goes look at this picture it looks like John Goodman with bunny ears and yeah. I was like okay and I was ready to see something kind of silly and I looked at it and I was like ha and the bunny ears are just I guess it, it's just warped it's, it's old, yeah, glass, old glass yeah old glass but the face I was like that's a face it's uh,
0: my jaw is tightening that is a like, face uh, and
1: we even called over Clarky, who is again noted skeptic he's a
0: grade A skeptic
1: he came over and looked at it and kind of cocked his head to the side he was like ah. and he goes you can see the mustache yeah and it looks—you can see the
0: laugh lines, yeah,
1: like that around the face. It looks like one of those kind of—he um,
0: looks like kind of a, a plump gentleman to me. It,
1: you know what? He looks almost like that Confederate-style mustache, know, that kind of long yeah, w- yeah, against very the mouth prominent.
0: thing. Um, so we'll put that up. Yes, Y'all tell us what you, know you think on that. People often hear footsteps of, of boots, which mm. makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you have Mr. Campbell and things mm-hmm. like that, um, and they would they would wear boots. Mm-hmm. <medieval> <music> so uh, there's another story here, and this one's just very sad. Um, mm. So there's... We can't see this because it's in the unrenovated part and it's, like, locked off from yeah. us. Um, but there's a pink bathroom. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, unfortunately, there was a young girl there who uh, tried to terminate a pregnancy on her own mm-hmm. and she passed. Yeah. Um, and her parents were, like, so disgusted with what she did, they basically just tucked her in the attic. That's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, Which
1: would be like yeah but it was uh
0: down but yeah same thing attic Um, is in the floor we're on or attic is in
1: the attic to us because the pink bathroom is below us yes no it's oh it's it's over here oh okay but it's above it's oh gotcha gotcha
0: and um so there's just a heaviness that's with Mm -hmm. that and so a lot of sensitives and mediums Mm -hmm. and things like that have come in and are like she uh, was there for quite a while it's just sad Yeah, yeah there's so there's a there's a heavy thing there so in regards to that that's kind of all I have when it comes to because it's just a whole slew of activity. Yeah. Um but most I mean really nobody's like mean. Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, you yeah. know so I mean it's just like well there, it's just a bunch of shit like cigar smoke or yeah. little like little... lots of instances
1: have have happened yeah. here. However, unlike somewhere like the Jefferson, it wasn't There's not a lot of acts of murder or anything that have happened. There is death. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, one of the bedrooms here... When we got here, we actually learned a few new things. Yeah. Uh,
0: One of the bedrooms here, someone actually committed suicide in Mm -hmm. by cutting their throat.
1: Ear to ear, apparently. Which is rough. Very... And um then another lady we we'll have a picture of the the little story. Yeah. Yeah, and then the obit. And from, she
0: she just sounds like she she's old age. She's yeah. been here for a long time and she passed.
1: Yeah, the the obituary just said like she passed away in the Magnolia Hotel in like the early 1800s or early 1900s? I don't remember. Or it would have been early 1900s. A good long, long yeah. while ago. Um however, so, so there are not only legends of things that could possibly have happened. Yeah. There's actual recorded death and loss that have happened yeah and Um, and honestly i would say the taking of your own life was probably the most traumatic of them yeah you know faust excluded however it's strange because he didn't actually do it here it's a weird deal you know so we'll we'll gloss over that
0: um but that's that's all i have about Mm. that
1: I think we're gonna try to talk maybe to Emma later tonight yeah. and try to do some uh, EV, EVP stuff. We got here and we read the thing about the guy uh, in, in the suicide and just immediately fought over who had to sleep in that room. Yeah,
0: and uh, it's it's a great it's great. <laughs>
1: um, so so with that that said,
0: yes. who goes first this time?
1: Oh, I don't know. You what gonna flip last, a snack?
0: What was the lecture?
1: Hell yeah, the last spooky episode that came out today at the time of this recording. I'll take pale side this time. Okay. Wait. I'll take pale side.
0: Okay.
1: Pale. Pale, I go first. Oh. And you ate it. Holy Hallyah. Mom says she found a face in the window. Oh God. Oh, it's like an old woman. Okay, so mom said she found a face. And then dad even wrote, check out your mom's pic of the face. Uh So I sent her a pic and she's, I guess, zoomed in and circled it.
0: Maybe, yeah. See, maybe. Got a big witchy nose. Wow.
1: Okay. Sorry, guys, we kind of broke just then. We sent some of the photos that we took off and uh, my mom just was like, I totally see another face in the window. So we could possibly have multiple window faces here. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to talk to you today about a, I don't know, it's kind of a theory, kind of a conspiracy theory-esque, kind of just (laughs) science-based. And um, I know it's a weird mix of like conspiracy and thoughts and and actual science and um, space, which is one of my greatest fears. I just don't love talking about space and things that happen in space. But I'm going to be talking about something called Planet X. Uh, I also did see it referred to as Planet Nine, but since we're not quite sure where we land with the Pluto <laughs> thing, we're just going to call it Planet X. So, Planet X is a hypothetical planet uh, that has not yet been observed by, like, normal conventional methods. Yeah. Uh, however, using measurable data, such as gravitational incon- like inconsistencies, yeah. uh, many scientists believe exists. Just believes it, like, yeah. we can't prove it, but we know it's there. Yeah. And I want to read you something from NASA's website. So from NASA's website, I have this. Caltech researchers have found mathematical evidence suggesting that there may be a planet X deep in the solar system. Deep. Deep. This hypothetical Neptune-sized planet orbits our sun in a highly elongated orbit far beyond Pluto. I looked at it and all the other planets orbit in a, in a similar pattern-esque, but this one just looks like a, a freaking. Cheeto outline <laughs> okay. It's just really long and skinny And like way way out there Okay so the the object Which has been nicknamed planet 9 Could have a mass of about 10 times that of earth So again about so Neptune is a big guy uh, And it could orbit about 20 times farther From the sun than Neptune so it's a cold boy It may take between 10,000 and 20,000 years To make one full orbit Around the sun uh, I recently looked up the Owen Wilson wow again the just to see it. And there's, I guess, I don't know which one is exactly from, but it's my absolute favorite. It's so far from what we do, but it's just, wow. Wow. He's very shocked. Wow. Um, Astronomers are now searching for the predicted planet. And I loved that alliteration that NASA just wanted to throw in there. Because you know NASA are smart guys. They're not writers. So, you know, somebody was like, Predicted planet. Predicted planet. <laughs> So uh, basically, there's uh scientist, Mike Brown and now, excuse me, Const- Constantine Battgen, excuse me. They used mathematical data um, as well as simulations to unofficially detect another planet. Uh, one that only enters into our observable solar system. Cars. Uh, cars, thank you. And cars. Uh, for a short time only 10 to 20,000 years. So this idea and this thing that's not exactly proved or maybe even provable for a a time being, it has spun a plethora of theories. uh, And I wanna get into some of those because some of them are whack and some are fun. So one is an apocalyptic scenario that may answer for some of the extinction events that have happened in the past. Uh, If so, or I mean, so if calculations are correct, this planet would be just a bit smaller, again, than Neptune, meaning that it has the potential to offset the gravitational patterns. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So there are many who say that it was once uh, during these periods of gravitational upset that caused a polar shift that we're you know, that was a word that always really freaked me out. Polar shift. And I would kind of turn my brain off and be like, not listening. Uh, some theorize, theorize that, uh, this actually was the cause of the end of the dinosaurs and even, uh, cause for the various ice age periods. Okay. If this is true, big, if true, it will happen again. Uh, I don't know. I guess you would actually have to look at maybe like the last data. I mean, sounds that sounds really happened. fucking far away. <laughs> um, 20, 10 to 20,000 years. We'll see. Uh, luckily, and I'm, I'm just assuming here, I don't know that much about this kind of stuff. I keep away from it, but luckily I think we would at least see it coming. Yeah. It would start to enter our yeah. range of, of, you know, saying we'd be like, we got 10 more years left, yeah. you know, before this shit goes down. Um, and there are even scarier thoughts that point to a possible collision at some point in the future. Now, there's all kinds of theories that people have put together about, like, in the year XYZ, yeah. it is coming, and it will collide and kill us all. But nobody even knows if it's actually fucking there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at that point, it's just like, what if it comes and it hits our planet? Yeah. Um, and so it, it would absolutely I feel like it's
0: kind of egotistical of us to say, <laughs> <'cause space laughs> like, is, big. is
1: and gonna it's, like, it's going to come right for us. But if it did, it would completely annihilate us. Oh yeah, us. <laughs> It's
0: like eight, 10 times bigger than us.
1: Um, so anyway, that one I thought was kind of funny and I kind of like that I can laugh at it because normally shit like that really gives yeah. me a, a panic. Um, but I'm like, that's so far off. I just, you know what? I hope it does annihilate us. <laughs> I hope that one guy's like, I was right. <laughs> Um, okay, so the, the next theory is pretty wild. And this is the idea that Planet X actually uh, helped... Wait, I'm sorry. And this is the theory that Planet X actually has evolved an intelligent life form, much oh, like ourselves. Oh, interesting. We're getting into some aliens. I love it. Uh, and that could answer or help answer the question, who's been helping us out? Yeah. So as you've probably heard, we've talked about here before, uh, it's not an uncommon belief that some advanced alien civilization has been guiding us along. Ancient aliens. Ancient aliens. Um, Kind of like a big sibling, you know, trying to ensure our success. Okay, so the idea here is that when we share a travel, uh, like a travelable space between planet X, when it's close enough in our range to actually hop on a ship, and go to it. That that's exactly what they do. They're in Earth's range again, and they're like, let's let's hop over there. We've got a brief couple of thousands of years to go <laughs> see them. And this has happened kind of in line with when humanity has claimed to have been visited. Yeah, a couple a couple thousand years here, a couple thousand yeah. years there, uh, and some there. There's a little bit of creepy proof among the more famous ones, like the ancient art that seemingly depicts. Flying ship. There's so many, There's and uh, so many paintings. Hu- the humanoid figures. Yes. And you look back and you're like, the fuck? Uh, the one that really got me, and I'd never heard of it until today, was there have been tablets that have been found like all over the world that are thousands upon thousands of years old, all over the world, that are written in the exact same pre-Sanskrit language. And that one just, I don't know, just gets And they me were just agrees.
0: dispersed around. I, yeah,
1: but it's yeah. the same language pre-sanskrit so fucking old and just kind of scattered around and that one i was like Ugh, "That's creepy um so lastly the why to all of this why would anyone actually care about us why would they want to come and visit us uh, i think a lot of people think aliens are going to want to come and, and blast our asses as soon as they can
0: it's that ego thing again. yeah it's like, no, we can it's like suck.
1: they're gonna come fight us uh, but why would they want to help us out at all uh so this brings me to my last honestly i hope it's true kind of theory and that is that we the human race on earth are the planet x race and that either through being placed here by them almost as an experiment yeah. or some of us decide some of them decided to stay a long time ago and then the other ones fucked off back to planet x and like we'll see in 10 to 20,000 years, um, that could have happened. Or there's another theory that there was a collision at a collision event at some time between our two planets. So maybe a comet or I don't know how space works. They, they bumped uglies and like shared some planetary germs. And then like we evolved out of those much, much in the way that they did, uh, but just in a different way and a different, um, climate and, and things. So making us kind of like the actual little sibling yeah. to them. And they feel very responsible for us. And they want to check in and see how we've evolved. So they might slip down and like hand us a laptop from time to time or like build a pyramid, you know. This and... is what we call Velcro. <laughs> this... <laughs> this is, uh... I can't think of anything better than that. <laughs> I was going to say dumb step, but that, I don't know. Um, So, you know, that's, that's the the why that I could never put into like why would they come? Like they just come down and they were like hey there's people let's give them technology yeah. and let's help them uh, do things. Why? Well it's because they care about us. For Were there space children in a way? And um, that is a comforting thought. Honestly it makes me feel better. I'm glad. I really hope that that's the truth. Uh, so that one wasn't exactly like scary spooky.
0: But it's interesting. It
1: wasn't you know too bad. But I think on a larger bigger picture. It can send
0: you down some rabbit holes.
1: I think like I, I if I think about it enough, I'll wake up and like a sweat yeah. thinking about it. Um, but like, honestly, extermination theories have always really freaked me out. Yeah. And, um, I feel like that's yeah, honestly. And this kind of puts it, I don't know. It's this thing that I can attach my hopes and my dreams yes. to and say, you know what? I don't think they're trying to kill us. I think they just haven't visited in a while. Yeah. So um They're just they gonna come up. around the bend again. They just need to come back around and be like, oh, let's go and visit. We're like the weird cousins yeah. that they don't see We're like cousin Eddie. Yeah, exactly. Shitters fault. Shitter's full.
0: <laughs> All right. Then cozy in.
1: What you got I'm from gonna me.
0: tell you there's some classic
1: Camp in fire. some
0: ways cheesy.
1: Oh, give it to me. Good. I love a good chi
0: portal stories and oh not my Zach god Bagans variety.
1: Zack Baggins? Can somebody please draw Zach Baggins? Please just add him
0: to the family tree of the Bagginses. Zach! Slip him Baggins. in there. Zack! <laughs> well
1: that would lead them here.
0: Just just someone find that and just slip it in there.
1: I immediately thought of the shape of you squished Ed Sheeran for some reason. <laughs> Tell me about some non-Zach Baggins portals. So I have
0: two here. Yes. One of them is, is a little bit shorter and quicker, and it's uh, actually on accident, mm. very close to our friends in Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, hey. So that was an interesting thing, and it is in Stull, Kansas. Um, Wait.
1: Are we talking about the Stull Cemetery? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, but it's kind of funny because in researching the Stahl Cemetery, there were many things, and you would read and be like, "Oh!" and then immediately after it, it's like, "But really, like this is the truth." Yeah, it's yeah. Exciting. So, here, here we go. The second topic is a bit more odd. Mm. Um, so, during the mid nineteenth century, Stahl was founded and settled by Pennsylvania Dutch immigrants. Mm. As the community settled and continued to grow, they raised the funds for a church, as you do. Mm. Uh, the, a- the Evangelical Emmanuel Church was completed in, 18- in the 1860s mm. and parts of it remain to this day or
1: used to. Yeah. Um,
0: and like with many churches, the Evangelical Emanuel Church also had a graveyard. Mm. They usually go hand in hand. Yeah,
1: you gotta put your dead somewhere.
0: So there's a legend, granted this is in no proof and actually disproof, um, <laughs> that the town was originally called Skull. Due to the occult and witchcraft practices that were rampant in the town and later it was changed to Stall. Can
1: I go back in time and live there when it was still Skull?
0: However, in reality, Stoll was the last name of the first postmaster of the town in its stuff. <laughs> but it's totally skull, you guys. <laughs> so over the years there has been tragedy in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, a young boy was actually accidentally burned to death by mm. his father when he was, um, so you know how people clear away brush by yeah. burning, and the son just kind of like got trapped <laughs> in. I thought you were
1: to say you know how people burn their sons sometimes. Yeah, you know,
0: <laughs> casual. <laughs> um, Yikes. Along with that, multiple suicides have been discovered. Uh, there was actually a case where a person had been missing for a while, and he was found hanging in a tree. Um, so Stahl, though, didn't really hit the map as a spooky place until s- 1974.
1: Except it was Nick. It wasn't spooky, but it was totally skull, and it had a, this occult background. Except that didn't happen, right? But yeah, in, um, in reality, it was not a spooky place. In yeah.
0: reality, it was uh, Stall. Okay, and the postmaster was also named Stall. Um, so in 1974, an article uh, writing about the strangeness of Stall, Kansas, uh, was published by a university student in the university magazine, and I believe it was University of Kansas. Um. It is said that evil himself- Are we oh, talking I, about the big boy? I meant to say the devil. I, put, <laughs> I wrote the evil. I missed the D. Uh, likes to visit the cemetery twice a year on Halloween night and the spring equinox to visit his- Is s- devil just evil with a D?
1: Yeah. Literally never put that together. No,
0: me neither. Huh. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Go. On the, on Halloween night and the spring equinox to visit his son- X-Files use it. Coincidentally, an old tombstone <laughs> bearing the name Wittich, W-I-T-T-I-C-H, is located fairly close to the old church. Mm. I'll talk more about that later. Mm. It should also be mentioned that there are rumors that an old tree was in the graveyard. And actually, it was. And this was cut down a year or so ago. Mm. Uh, and it was once used as gallows for condemned witches. Uh, <sighs> there is also said to be okay yeah so the Wittich grave is said to hold the bones of the child of Satan um so yeah casual Mm -hmm. um he he conceived a child with a witch of course as As it always goes we love fucking the devil a man um and the child was so deformed he only lived for a few days oh and the body was buried I feel like a woman just had Had, I know because that's always how it was um some say that his ghost uh, may walk here, um, and there supposedly was uh, a photo taken a few years ago that shows kind of like a werewolf. Oh. And that's maybe what they think it is. The devil is a werewolf. Well, I don't know. It's, there's, Stoll is very confusing. <laughs> One of the strangest stories about Stoll supposedly appeared in Time Magazine. In parentheses, it just says it didn't. And either... <laughs> Uh, in either 1993 or 1995, depending on the version that you hear. Okay. Okay, I saw this a lot, and uh, from what I could tell, I couldn't find any actual corroboration, but people love uh, to tell the story. Mm is that Pope John Paul II oh. actually ordered his plane to not fly over it when he was, like, flying through Kansas. Yeah.
1: Um, it was th- it was in the demonic no-fly zone. Yeah. yeah. I-, I thought
0: that was a touch dramatic. Yeah.
1: Um, Can you imagine, freaking, he's there, like, in the Vatican, and he's like, there's this town in Kansas. Are we in the
0: stall? I won't do it. The old church uh, itself, which the church is probably the weirdest part of all of this, is steeped in mystery, including why it no longer exists. In 2002, the church was bulldozed, and no one knows who did it. Oh. The owners of the property did not permit it, and they still don't know who did it. Um, <laughs> but when the church still stood, it de- displayed some really odd phenomenon. So it was in disrepair, because eventually they built a new church, and the original one just kind of fell apart. And it experienced all kinds of problems, like a fire, and then the roof fell in, and then it was struck by lightning, so it cracked in half. Maybe
1: this is on a portal. I I don't know. Uh,
0: And it said, uh, as well as witnessed by many, that rain would fall everywhere else, but not in the church. So you know what I picture so you know in Waiting for Guffman when he's just measuring and he's like inside the circle it is always something like 84 degrees yeah. it's like,
1: freaking David Cross and he's like god, like god it's uh, always with 73% humidity yeah and he's like somehow 20% the diameter changes but the radius stays, stays the, the same, same or <laughs> something
0: it's like what um, so that's what I was picking that's all I could think of So, okay. there is also the legend of the immensely tall hanging tree. Uh, Like Mm. I said, it was cut down a couple of years ago to deter thrill seekers. Mm. The tree, though, was said to actually grow out of a tombstone, splitting it in half, which is pretty metal. Uh, Um, Yeah. There are
1: steps to hell here. More? More. Hell. Hell loves, hell needs to get on this elevator train. Or escalators. I mean... Some say... Uh,
0: that they're only revealed on the spring equinox uh, and Halloween. How does that happen? Does
1: it just... Poof, well, so apparently
0: they're supposed to have, like, a cover on them, like a concrete something. Like cover a glamour. Something, something, I don't know. Yeah. I have no clue. But some people are like, no, we just found them. <laughs> um,
1: I have no clue. Like, no, there used to be a basement here. Um,
0: but the biggest thing that comes with them is large swaths of missing time, which really happens with this whole property hmm. in general. Most people say that they'll, you know... Think they've been there for thirty minutes and look down at their watch, and five hours have passed, and things like that. It's and they, Wednesday, and they have no recollection of what happened. Shit. Uh, it's said that if you go down the stairs, and you start to feel pulled down after a minute, you emerge immediately, but two weeks have passed. Oh, and oh. you have no idea what you've done. Where it, it felt like minutes, and you really have to pee. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, even though it feels like just a few moments. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, the locals want no part of this. The mm-hmm. locals are all against it. They hate talking about it. They don't yeah. even want to deal with it. They just, they're not about it.
1: What I read about Stull is they're so sick and tired. Because it's a small town. It's 20 people there. They're so sick of people coming to party on this yeah, it, cemetery. Yeah, that's thing. Because
0: it's fucking idiots with well, no respect. Well, one in?
1: guy, like, I read this, I was, you know, I read this, like, story and it was heartbreaking. Like, these kids came to, like party with the devil on the equinox and they destroyed his son's tombstone Ugh. and he was like i just just want this to please stop yeah you know yeah i get it and it's like don't ruin things yeah be go respectful to, go to a cemetery be creepy hang out take pictures but don't, don't destroy somebody's. don't be a dick like <laughs> it's an easy rule so that's still still pretty short and sweet the pope will
0: not go there i do want to talk to you about huska castle <gasps> in the czech republic oh this is a strange place and it's got some sweet ass lore i'm ready so hoska castle stands in the czech republic and it is shrouded in mystery Mm. Uh, there are multiple elements that make this castle very strange Mm. Uh, and because of these oddities the dark legend about the cause of its origin make it seem a little bit more plausible Mm. so it is said that hoska castle was constructed to cover a bottomless pit to hell a literal gateway to a realm full of horrors that would leak into our reality at nightfall. Ooh. So these creatures. Yeah, tear that up. Terrible, like chimera type hybrids of animals <gasps> and people, leathery winged humanoids, things like that. Ugh. They were so comfortable that they would just crawl out at night and just stalk through the village. And so the locals were terrified. And would not come out past sundown. As you would
1: be. I I know. I imagine like a movie, like they ring a bell about six o'clock and they're like, go Go in. Go home. Board up your windows. Some teenagers. Swing some salt. (laughs) Uh,
0: So basically it all started. So as a sacrifice to satiate the hellscape creatures below, they would actually kind of use it as like an execution method for prisoners. Hmm. Like they would just throw them in the pit and they'd be like, all right, here's the deal. If you can crawl out, your sentence is
1: commuted. And you can oh, go. oh! Not really. Anybody did? Though. Okay. Um, kind of a smart way. Like if you've already got to deal with your crim like yeah. and you have to make sacrifices. Yeah, yeah. And so they pretty much kind of two, two birds with one stone. Hell yeah.
0: Um, they. Uh, I mean, they would. They'd be hearing screaming like madmen. So following the beginning of the castle construction, you know, this was this was rocking and rolling. What, what year was this? Um, fuck ish. It's old. The okay. castle's like 800 years old. Oh,
1: okay. okay. Um,
0: I hate that I didn't put that date in.
1: Well, I mean, as it would be in a time when... Like...
0: It's since the 13th century. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's old as hell. So, following the beginning of the castle construction, prisoners would be granted leniency or a commuted sentence. Also, if they volunteered to be lowered into the pit and just look around and report what they saw. So... There is a (laughs) classic story. Everybody, a lot of people know this story. And so there was a man who was lowered down for maybe a minute. And he started screaming and wildly freaking out. And they raised him up. And in that couple of minutes, he had aged 30 years. His hair had gone white. And his mind was shattered. What hell? He died two days later. In an insane asylum with no actual real cause of death. He just literally, it broke
1: his mind. So, like, okay, on his end, he was there for 30 years. Probably so. Oh, shit. And he
0: came back... Different. Wrong. Came back wrong. Like, yeah.
1: Sewed back
0: together wrong. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so now now the weirdness of the castle.
1: Really loud bass from a passing car. Right. Sorry.
0: Um... So, let's talk about the castle and what makes it itself strange and kind of to corroborate this theory as to why strange it was
1: Strange and unusual.
0: First of all, it is not near or on or available to any water source, something that is very important for a huh. castle or fortification. Yeah. Along with this, the majority of the windows are fake. They're just glass panes on stone. That's creepy. To Ew. make matters worse, no one has ever really lived at this castle. Ever so it's like a big facade. It's just a place. Mm. Uh, there's not even a kitchen. It's just been there since. So the 13th it was. It was century. not built
1: to live there. No. Even no. Ew. Um,
0: but it gets even weirder. It, there's no outward fort. You know, it's like castles or defenses. Like there's four like outward fortifications, and you know, they all point inside. They all point to the center.
1: Like the defenses point inside. Yes,
0: they point inside towards the pit, which is real spooky. <laughs> Um, So yeah, the castle is essentially built inside out, meaning that Mm. the fortifications and defenses point towards the center of the castle. Um, I'm
1: very uncomfortable. Isn't that weird?
0: (laughs) It's said that the pit rests under the chapel and visitors today often report hearing scratches and snarls underneath the floor Mm. as if something's trying to claw its way out. Choruses of screams, moans, and wailing are heard coming through the floors as well. Strangely, or not so strangely, considering this is actually a thing that happened and if y'all don't know about this you should look it up because it's insane. The Nazis took possession of this castle and used it to try to tap into the dark studies they were using to try to win the war. Hitler was really looking for any avenue he could to win. Uh, And there are multiple corroborated accounts and bits of research that state he was employing sinister... Occult method techniques. Get
1: the witches on it. I, I mean, guess. seriously,
0: human sacrifices, summoning mm-hmm. of ancient, ancient evil entities, elementals, things like
1: that—that that you don't fuck with. Could you imagine what would what, what could have like? Okay,
0: human experiments as well as shit. the uh, storage of dangerous, evil, and powerful artifacts that they were collecting the around Dybbuk. the world. Is a shit later. Um, the bodies of three executed german soldiers were on earth they were doing uh fucked the germans loved this like fucked up human experiments and things like that they did love that so despite attempting to seal the hole people still witness strange shit all around the, the castle and the property they still see the winged creatures um that's well, I don't it's not as weird like to me that. as the animal human hybrids so those are seen marauding around from time to time including and one in particular, a strange and terrifying creature described as a mix between a human, a frog, and a bulldog wandering around the premises. What part? I don't know. <laughs> Whose head? Half man. Whose leg? Half dog, half frog, man dot frog. <laughs> um, this one freaked me out. This one freaked me out quite a bit people have been approached by shadow entities that crowd around them and crudely and just proudly whisper that they've murdered young girls. Uh, It's laced with enjoyment and malice. Mm. Lastly, and perhaps most strangely, and this is maybe one of these strangest apparition type things that um, people, oh wait, I skipped one. This one's just kind of strange too. So there are also witnesses of a man, but I also saw some people say the exact same thing about a horse. Um, a hybrid st- staggering blindly, and the, to your point, because he has no head. Oh, um, but it's like real, real rough. So he's like staggering around blindly, and blood is spurting from his mm. head hole. Um, but they also said that they've seen Love that it. as a horse doing the same thing, which is worse. I, that is somehow worse. That's way worse. Yeah. Um, but here's here's this thing. So this has been seen by multiple people in over several minutes because it's a procession. Mm-hmm. Um, People have claimed to see a line of people chained together walking towards the castle gates and each person chained to the, the chain has a horrific injury some Mm. people are even said to be carrying their own heads or other body parts all right uh and giant black dogs are attacking and biting their ankles and the people on the chain and and so then sometimes there will be like this like ghoulish laughter or voices or whatever and then they'll just fade away ew Isn't that weird that is strange yeah so uh that is uh the very strange hoska castle i'm just picturing the freaking the scouring of the shower
1: Nope. The scouring of the Shire.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they're all chained and kind of just... All sad and pitiful. Yeah. I'm picturing all of the gods on Mount Olympus and Hercules. Yes. <laughs> just kind of trudging. Yeah. Um, but you could actually mm. visit Huska Castle.
1: No. It's thanks. a bit of a tourist attraction. Mm, nah. Not going to do it. It's,
0: it's a very interesting... It's not very pretty. Hmm. Um, it's kind of a weird looking place. Is there a picture?
1: Yeah. Is it that?
0: Yeah. But get some
1: Kind of like up on a dome? Oh. No, it's not.
0: Yeah. But you'll see the fake windows. Ooh,
1: I don't know, but the inside looks kind of cool. I feel cursed just looking at this. I don't like it. Yeah, the fake windows. Those are... For some reason, that, that slap's really wrong. That's not... If fake anything like that is strange. Like, why do it? Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. So, um... That's that. Did you hear the no sleep story they did recently about the guy who recreated the whole fake town? Yes, that f- freaked me out after his wife died. Yeah. yeah, that one was not good. I mean, it was good. It was but good. I did not love but it. It wasn't great. Oh man. Ew. Okay. Well, that one was. Um, I didn't like it. I yeah I didn't yeah. I didn't just love it. So there's that. Some there's good old fashioned weirdness for you. I love good old fashioned weirdness. And we've got more good old-fashioned we weirdness coming. we got listener stories. We sure are. I think we should break and get a little, get a little snack or something. And then we're going to be back with some listener stories. Listeners.
0: So we're going to roll in the listener stories. <laughs>
1: cool. um,
0: yeah. Do you want to flip a snack to see who goes first to read the first listener story? I would
1: love to flip a snack. I'll flip a peacho. Oh, it, classics. You don't change the classics. Do you
0: want pale side or peach side?
1: You know what? I'll take peach side because I took pale side last time. i going to play the odds. All right.
0: Peach side Charlie, pale side Macy.
1: Depending well, is- on who
0: wins, you go first. Okay,
1: okay. all right. So- pale side you first, peach side me first. Yes. All I right. still feel like my gains could...
0: I think they're okay.
1: I could probably stand and come back. All right. Pale side. Pale side Macy. All right. All right, Macy. This peacho has no hole. That is the strangest looking... <laughs> That was the most unsettling thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my entire uh, 29 years on this earth. Mm, discreet. <laughs> in my 14 whole years of being alive, I've never once seen that. Oh my God. I'm going to chew through this because it's a juicy. <laughs> Cause, it's because it didn't There's have no that hole. hole. Very dumb. so much extra fabric.
0: Okay, so this first story was sent in by Shy H.,
1: Shy H. You have the first listener story. Of the Shy day. H, you have the floor. <laughs> Reclaiming my time. <laughs> the first
0: experience that I've had, I actually don't remember. My mom used to tell me a story when I was a child. Oh, my mom used to tell me a story of when I was a child. At my great-grandfather's house, I would sit in the stairwell and talk. Like, completely have a full-on conversation. Mm. But... As an only child, no shocker, I was normally alone when she heard me talking there. Out of curiosity, my mom asked me who I was speaking to. I said, Granny. I never had a Granny. My mom did, though. Her grandmother, who died before I was born. I'd like to point out that I was no older than five and had never heard of Granny before. Hmm. My mom has always believed in the paranormal, To test her theories, or, and to test her theories, she takes me, a couple days later, to the fire mantle that had pictures on it. She pointed Uh to each picture, and I couldn't recognize anyone. Not until we got to the picture of Granny. My mom asked how I knew it. Uh, My mom asked how I knew it was her, and distraught because my mom didn't believe me, I stated, I told you already, I talked to her. (laughs) From this point on, my mom felt that I may be sensitive to the unexplainable, so she made sure to keep an open conversation of it going at all times to support me and what I said when it came to that. That's very nice. Yeah. now we'll talk about the first house I lived in in Maryland. I remember exactly how the house was set up, and I will always remember that goddamned attic. Oh. Ugh. Due to mold issues, I was never allowed in the attic. Never. And I knew that. I never was a, a trouble kid, a like troublesome kid. Uh, I knew mom uh, I knew mom said no, and that meant no. So there was no argument in my wow. mind. It was no. Uh, but for some reason, I was drawn to it. I even remember vividly, just mindlessly wandering, almost like I'm in a daydream state and then coming to the outside of the attic door.
1: Um, Ooh, I know that feeling, yes, that just kind of zombie you being pulled. Ooh.
0: I also remember absolutely horrid nightmares. Since we moved, the house has been torn down. When I got older, my mom confirmed that she had strange occurrences, but unlike me, she was never unsettled. It's always a little spooky when they get that corroboration from a parent. Yeah. And it's like their job is to be like yeah
1: composed. Even if it is years and years and years Down, later, you're, like, oh, you're still real. like, it was, it happened.
0: At eight, we moved to Virginia. I'd like to go ahead and say that I have always been able to feel energies. Mm. Um, not always, but I've been quite in tune even when I wished I wasn't. Mm. I always have been. The first place I moved, uh, the first place I moved was an old house. I lived in an area heavily filled with slave quarters and old Civil War buildings, mm-hmm. artifacts, and yes, spirits. Yeah. And the house we moved to was poppin'. For starters, we'll talk of the old couple, the parents of the previous owner, who literally came to us after a week long of living in the house and asked if we'd met them yet. The answer oh, was yes. Great. In fact, we had. Wonderful. In life, this couple was very happy. It was a very happy, healthy family. Mm-hmm. Something that will always resonate with them is protecting. Which becomes uh-huh. such which became such an important thing. I never thought I'd want to thank spirits, but I do and will forever. Yeah. In a physical sense, they were the first ghosts I had seen. My father and mother were a couple that was my father and mother were a couple that was never meant to work. Arguing and fighting, throwing things, so on and so forth. I recall after a terrible fight one night, I rushed into my room, bawling my eyes out, and I was in the room for no longer than 30 seconds when a cold breeze washed over me. I broke out in chills, but also noticed that all of my pain and anger and sadness had melted away. Hmm. We'd have occurrences of hearing people walking upstairs to the point my dad would go upstairs with a gun and find nothing. Nothing (sighs) at all. And finally... My absolute favorite and least favorite experience with them. There was other occurrences, but this one stuck out to me. One night around 3 a.m., I woke from an absolute dead sleep in a complete panic. I don't remember having a dream. I don't remember anything like that. I just remember absolute dread. Mm. I woke up and was terrified, shook to my core of just fear. I couldn't see anything. My room was completely pitch black as it was the middle of the night, but I knew I was not alone. Something felt off, something felt wrong, and something felt very angry. In my other encounters before, I never encountered something that held anger the way that this did. It was not the parents. I closed my eyes and just tried to go to sleep. I thought maybe if I went to sleep, it would go away, but I couldn't. It was just hanging over me, but whatever it was, it was not letting me go to sleep. I remember begging for something to help me. I don't remember what I was begging for. I just remember that I didn't feel okay and that I felt like something else had to take part in helping me because I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. I felt a chill and peeked my eye open. And like y'all have said before, the blacker than black. It's blacker than the room. You can clearly see something is there with you. But the something was okay. Sitting on the edge of my bed, on the left side were two black figures, one taller than the other. It felt like there was a shield around me, holding me, telling me it was okay and to go to sleep. So I did. Thus making it my favorite... As I saw and know for a fact, though I did believe before, but my least favorite as the thought of that feeling he gave off makes my stomach flip, Mm. but like, then they showed up. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. You you fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I keep hitting my mic with my phone. From there, me and my mom moved to a trailer. The trailer itself was not haunted. However, the trailer was sat in the middle of the woods. The woods Uh, had eyes.
1: uh, uh,
0: And those eyes were not afraid to let you know that they were there. Standing in the house You could genuinely feel Someone looking at you Through the window Not like someone Trust me We checked But there is someone You know there is someone And they were looking hard You felt it all of the time Morning, afternoon And the strongest at night Blinds open Blinds open And probably the worst Blinds closed You couldn't get away Ew Some days were worse than others And some windows Were worse than others For instance About a year after Moving into the trailer I stopped sleeping in my bed The window to the right of my bed had the most eyes. Or the strongest pair. I would lock myself in the closet to get dressed. So not only were they looking, but it felt wrong, too. Ugh. I felt like I'd been watched before by spirits and never been phased. I'm cool Mm. with them. They're cool with me. But this felt gross was so uncomfortable and there was no escape no good shield anymore just a stare down yeah Ugh. so my mom gets married and then we move to her husband's house before I talk about the house I want to talk about the sanatorium I'm a frequent visitor of oh which is essential to my stepdad's house this is called st. Alvin sanatorium in Radford Virginia this is one of the most haunted places in Virginia and trust me they don't disappoint oh. they hold paranormal investigations and regular tours to learn about the building my experiences have been life-changing there, good and bad. It holds a child named Jacob who will play toys with you if you don't scare him. There's an old grumpy man who, for some reason, I cannot remember the name of, but I feel like it's Charles. <laughs> I had the absolute pleasure of speaking to him using dowsing rods at my second visit. Who, And he is very choosy of his people. Oh. Which impressed a lot of the girls who worked there and influenced what they allowed me to do because that showed a really good sensitive to ghost side that's rare. Normally, if you're respectful, though, he won't cause any problems. He actually shit-talked a group that was with us because of how disrespectful uh, he, uh, because of how disrespectful they were, saying they wouldn't last long through the investigation, and they didn't. Mm. There's a ghost or a multiple who like who take a liking to an old wheelchair. We spoke to him and them. We spoke to him, them as well. We said a letter they said yes we said D they said yes a guy named Danny spoke up quickly from another group we asked Danny they said yes we asked can you point to Danny the dowsing rod went straight past him and pointed directly at my friend who was female named Danielle who goes by Danny she burst into tears (laughs) and the most important of these to me and the most important of these to me are the three my own trinity if you will and my obsession. First would be Rebecca. She was a patient who likely had depression and was dropped off, which wasn't unlikely or rare at the time. No, it was not. No, and it's absolutely it's ridiculous. horrible. Rebecca either arrived pregnant or was impregnated soon after she visited. Also a oh. common, but lost the baby before anybody knew that she was pregnant. She was totally devastated and could not handle the idea of being of not being a mother. So she hid the dead fetus in a jar, in a hole in her closet, and at night would take the fetus out and care for it as if it was alive. Of course, you can only hide something dead for a little while and they quickly confiscated the fetus. To which she completely lost her shit and hanged herself in the closet upstairs closest to her
1: room. If somebody is caring for a fetus, they're fragile. They're they're mentally maybe fragile. Don't yeah. snatch away. Yeah, no. The only there's, thing there's
0: some like gentle exposure therapy yeah. that needs to be done there. Yeah, like we're just gonna put in
1: another room for a
0: day yeah. and see what happens. Yeah, no, no. Ugh. Um. This bathroom is also one of uh, The bat. This bathroom is also one of the most busy as it has a lot of hangings. Oh. On my first visit, we entered the upstairs area and instantly my stomach flipped. I felt her. I was participating in the tour they were giving and they were giving us a rundown of the spirits and they informed us the woman was very susceptible susceptible to feel her. We entered the foyer and encased the bathroom, we entered the foyer that encased the bathroom and her room and I started feeling lightheaded. I blamed the heat, but it got worse and worse and it felt like someone was holding me, not physically, but like something was there saying, you're okay but I tried to ignore the idea of it being her and then boom, right next to me, a woman dropped to the ground, fainted, instantly woke up, Rose, uh, her name was Rose, and stated, matter of factly, I just saw Rebecca. She looked to me and says, Rebecca sees you. You can feel her walk away before you fall. I fucking walked out of the room. How do you walk? <laughs> how do you walk out of a room when that happens? But it felt okay to walk. So man, it seems like I guess you just oh, get man. hit by what she felt, and you just you just like fall I have to out. go. I'm gonna you go. Just fall out. Um, yeah. I the understand. woman stopped me later and told me that she didn't want to freak me out. That Rebecca didn't want to hurt me, and she just didn't want me to fall out like she did. Mm. I told her I knew. I didn't know how, but I did. I knew Rebecca wasn't trying to do anything to me. The second. The second, okay, of the Trinity would be the little girl of whose name I believe is Abigail, but don't quote me. She was a patient as well. She liked to cause a ruckus and do normal kid things. But when the bowling alley in the basement was built, they used it as a tool to bribe her, bribe her into behaving, because she's super dug bowling. <laughs> uh, her spirit resides on the way to the boy. The, her spirit resides on the way to the boiler room. I was kind of dragging behind and looking at the graffiti on the walls. Everyone, oh, by the way, a car engine. Motorcycle. Car, motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> potato, potato. potato. <laughs> Everyone had gone on. I was almost at the door when I heard something move. I looked back and there was a bowling ball that had previously been sitting still rolling towards the end of the lane. She's just like, hey. She's just having a good time. Something she is frequent at doing. She's a real doll. And finally, in the boiler room is Smokey. Me and Smokey have a complex thing. That complex thing is he got too close, and I'm scared shitless, but I'm too much of an egotistical maniac to admit that I'm terrified of him. Smokey, as a man, was not a good dude. Mm-hmm. I believe he was staff, and he would take females of a certain accord, strong-willed who liked to fight back, to the boiler room. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, anything on. you could imagine, is Hold what on. she says. He was also known for having a cigarette all the time, a.k.a. Smoky. Standing in that room is bad enough. Uh, Yeah. There's a line of cigarettes that people give him as a type of offering, which I've partaken of after this experience. Uh, And for some reason, after a night has passed after being placed, the cigarettes look like shit. Mm. All brown and gross and yucky. And not only that, but it's just a gloomy room within itself, not to mention the vibes. People have also been known to be sexually assaulted when they're alone in the room. Dude, this dude sucks. Yeah,
1: this guy. Even, <laughs> even in death. Ew. He's like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm Gross. doing. Gross. By the way, if he did just hear some like.
0: Here we go. Yeah, that's malarkey. He's, he's navigating yeah. the building. Standing at the back of the room, I was listen, listening to them talk about the females he preferred and what he would do to them. And my uh. chest got tight. Painfully tight, but bearable. So I wanted to see what was going on. There were several people in the room and I knew he wasn't going to show off he was in the big game of hurting not Mm. boasting Mm. i felt two large hands on my waist squeezing tighter and tighter the more she talked the tighter the hands it got so bad to the point that i almost spoke up but as i did a woman stopped talking about him and stated that we were moving on and his hands instantly released poof gone like he's just like yeah they're talking about it. it's gross i kept this to myself on the two-hour trip home i did not think much of it there wasn't pain Nothing. But when I got home to change clothes, I took off my shirt, and there were two red handprints on my hips. Red. Fresh. In the morning, they were bruised. The visible outline of fingers, Smokey's fingers. But I didn't Mm. want to show fear. On the second trip, I made an offering and had no physical experience again, just a constant, looming, gross feeling in the room. The importance of all of that is the fact that the ghosts in my stepfather's house started showing themselves a few days after my first experience there, Hmm. two days after. I wonder if us talking about it or me just going made them comfortable enough, like maybe we would listen. We wouldn't ignore them. Something else strange is these entities are very visual. They show themselves quite frequently, which has always been unsettling to me. I get it. There are several entities in the house. A lady in the hallway wearing a long white dress and she feels solemn. There's someone, I believe male, who sticks their head out of the door at the end of the hallway, least favorite sometimes you'll catch him just watching there's a man in the corner dining room normally chilling in the corner he's the least frequent you'll see it's because he's just hanging there's someone who walks around the attic my stepdad will hear his name being called randomly when he's in the bathroom which is absolutely be- which is absolutely hilarious because he doesn't believe
1: <laughs> he's just like what
0: i've had two large experiences with them The first, I was home alone and absolutely jamming to this song by Harley Poe called Corpse Grinding Man. (laughs) Take a guess, you could probably get that it's about necrophilia. It's a good song if you don't get grossed out by the idea. But they definitely weren't feeling it. It started with a feeling, you could absolutely feel their energy and you could cut it like a knife. Then stuff started falling, doors closing, and I instantly knew I had pissed them off. I quickly turned the song off and apologized. I told them I never meant to offend. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> yeah. I told them I never meant to offend and that I wouldn't play it anymore. I told them I'd go to bed so they could calm down and ask them to let me be, uh, to let me know if they needed more time because I would leave. I didn't hear from them for the rest of the night and walking into the house for about a week was absolutely unsettling, but I went away for a while.
1: It's like when your grandmother catches you watching like a dirty movie. Yeah. Or walks through the living room right when the worst part of the oh, movie is on. Oh, which is anytime ever growing up Ever when they come through. Yep. And then for the next week, they're just kind of—they don't meet your eye line. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. what it's like. They're disappointed. It's are just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't like that corpse grindy man.
0: <laughs> the second experience I cannot explain. It was so freaky and scares me shitless to this day. This happened twice. I don't know if this is a basement residing entity or another one, but whatever it was, it wanted to fuck with me. Another one. And fuck with me, they did. Mm. It happened. <laughs> it happened twice. The first time early in the week uh, the first time early in the week and it was subtle enough to freak you out but still question I was sleeping and felt my bed shift slightly I deemed it to be something I felt in a dream and and went to sleep the second time I was sleeping heavier one of those you wake up dazed because you forgot you were sleeping Um, but they woke me up by jerking my bed away from the wall not slightly this time I don't like bed stuff Mm -hmm. this time I woke up and knew I had been moved no questions asked My room had no windows, so it's dark all the time. I flashed my flashlight and there was nothing. Checked the closet, under the bed, nothing. I was alone, physically. I could feel someone, though. They were angry, watching me from somewhere. I could feel that much. I checked my bed, which had been moved about two inches off the wall. I didn't know what to do, so I went to sleep. I just layered blankets on me and covered my head and hoped it was done for. Yeah, what else you didn't do? From there, I moved to a house that had the spirit of a little girl. I never had a lot of experiences with her, but you could feel her often. She was curious. When you were working on something or reading, you'd feel her there. I'd like to think that she was just trying to learn, but she scares the owner of the house shitless. (laughs) And finally, to my current residence, I'm so genuinely confused about this place. I feel nothing. No energies, no eyes, nothing. My body feels different. I have more energy now that I don't have spirits pulling from my energy all the time.
1: I don't even, (laughs) I get that. It's the first non-haunted place you live and you're just like, I feel great. This is what it
0: feels like to be a a person, a whole person. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even get the heebies when I'm walking in the dark. But there's something I keep seeing out of the corner of my eye. When walking down our hall, you walk past this room. Not every time, but quite often in the corner of my eye, I see a white figure near the door inside the room. It's a person-sized figure. I'll say... No, something else caught my eye, but when you look in the room, there's nothing out of the ordinary to catch your eye in a dark room. Another thing is that it's used to be across the room. Another thing is that it used to be across the room, but now it's closer. Its position changed at some point. That's actually what got me really to start thinking it's something else, but it's so off-putting because even when I see it, I don't feel it. Mm. So, mm. in another story time, there will be an update on the discoveries of this white figure. I hope you enjoyed my tales as much as I do. I've become very thankful over the years for the things I've been allowed to see and feel. The truly, it's truly phenomenal, and I enjoy spreading my stories, spreading my stories, but also hearing others and learning new things about all of this. Oh yeah,
1: let's uh, let's have you guys sound off over on the Facebook Coven about what could be happening with this white figure. That's interesting. Yeah. Why you don't feel it, but you can see something there? Maybe if anybody has any um, experiences like that. Also, we are having a lot of car activity happening. Yeah, yeah. A lot of car doors and people walking, kind of talking. So um, in the past couple of minutes, if you've heard something, we're going to let it slide. (laughs) I just, I I can't, I love the concept of just for the first time ever moving somewhere that didn't have any activity. And you're just like, why?
0: What is this? I
1: have so much time and energy. Our next story comes from Aaron D. And this is titled blinded by fear. <laughs> my voice did something real <laughs> gross there. <laughs> the first memory I have of seeing him. I, I, I love the I way that like starts. Intro. The first memory I have of seeing him was at the age of six. I was living in a farmhouse. Oh, Farm yes, please.
0: Farmhouses are spooky.
1: With my mom, brother, and sister at the time in some little town near Southern California. Oh, SoCal. SoCal. That's what that is, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I always get that confused with um, SoCo. Is that Southern Comfort? Yes. (laughs) And there's a New York like district that's like SoHo. SoHo. There we go. SoCo. 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 Southern Comfort. Okay. (laughs) SoCo. Sorry, that's where my mind is. I do love a good Southern Comfort. Mm. It was, in my opinion, an incredible house. It looked like some sort of small church to me. Maybe that's the picture I saw. Not. the last spooky so it did look very much like a church so it had two stories but the second one was like a tower that would have held what i imagined was like a church bell yeah it had like that kind of small room Mm. where the big bell would have gone i was never uh scared of the house and again i thought it was pretty epic alongside the orchards and other farmland that just seemed to go on forever this is picturesque Mm -hmm. it just felt wonderful to me the nice the night I first saw it, or him, I'm still not one hundred percent sure. It was pretty late at night, but I couldn't tell you the exact time. Probably three AM. Probably. It's I, three
0: been seeing ghosts.
1: <laughs> I had woken up to the sound of my Teddy Ruxpin saying, Let's read a story. I'm gonna throw myself out of that window. Yeah, I don't like that. That damn bear had already freaked me out. Ugh. But the fact that it went off when I knew there was no batteries in it, that's a detail, had me freaking out to the point of automatic tears. You seal that in a box and throw it in a lake full you, of concrete. Yeah. Like, you seal it full of concrete and just chunk it in the And lake. then move away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I half pulled my blankets over my face, slowly dropping it below my eyes. Maybe my sister... I mean, that is literally the equivalent of, like, want to play a game? Like. Yeah, yeah. What was it? It was, let's read a story. Yeah, no. Want to play a game? Read my ass. No. (laughs) I half pulled the blankets over my face, slowly dropping it below my eyes. Maybe my sister, who was in the room across from me, was messing with me. I looked around my room, trying to squint through the darkness to see if I could see her. (sighs) I started from the corner where my Teddy Ruxpin sat to my bookshelf in the other corner of the room, and that's when I saw him standing in my doorway. I'm going to vomit. The bear?
0: I don't think so. Okay, because that there would be a me-shaped hole, not in one wall, but in like eight walls. Just leaving.
1: I don't think you. I'm just thinking of Ted standing there. (sighs) (laughs) Um, I immediately went. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The bear. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I immediately went into a deer-in-the-headlights mode, completely frozen in shock. I tried blinking really hard to see if he would disappear, but he didn't. He looked like a tall male figure, but I couldn't make out any other features. He was also completely blacked out like a silhouette, Mm. only in 3D. Even in a dark room with no nightlight, I could see him standing there. So, that darker than dark, Mm -hmm. you know? The blacker than black. The blacker than black. I was able to get enough strength to pull the blankets over my head, thinking that it would somehow protect me. Yep. I peeked over it one more time, and he was still standing there. I eventually passed out while hiding under my blankets, I assume from the sheer panic and overwhelming feeling.
0: I think our body does that sometimes. I think it's like,
1: look, you're just just going to need
0: to shut down for a minute. And it's
1: so strange, the situations that you just fall asleep in. Just terrified. And in movies, they'll do that a lot, and you're like, Really? You fall asleep? But you, do. you do. You absolutely do. Mind you, there, was, uh, there were no men living in this house with my family. My sister is two years older than me, making her eight at the time. Nowhere near tall enough to have been this person I saw, and my baby brother was just that, a baby. A baby. <laughs> <laughs> the next morning, I told my mom what I saw, but she dismissed it immediately. Uh, eventually, I let the memory slide away when he didn't show up for the next following nights. It's easy to talk yourself into like, oh, I dream, I must have dreamed that. Mm. Uh, my family and I ended up moving from that house once it was time for the workers to come back and work in the orchards. Though I have memories, ooh, though I have memories of seeing him here and there, on and off, from the age of six till now. He didn't really make himself stand out in a hey, look at me kind of way. So he's just doing his thing. <laughs> until I got into middle school. Well, also that it wasn't just the house. It's like... He's, follow- he's around. he's you. Yeah. Uh, or something about your family. Mm-hmm. Someone in your family. Uh, my family had moved to Converse, Texas. Uh, and we lived in one of those dime a dozen subdivisions. Yeah. Um, the house was fairly new like the rest of the houses around us. The only part of it that never—the only part of it that ever made me uneasy was my closet. But anyway, it was seven a.m. and I had to get ready for school. I was freaking tired after having a few nightmares that uh, would wake me out throughout, wake me up throughout the night. I sluggishly got dressed and at some point I fell back asleep on my bed. I was shocked awake when someone screamed in my ear.
0: That's invasive.
1: It wasn't an audible word. It was just a loud, masculine scream. I jumped so high that I fell out of bed and laid there on the floor, looking side to side, panicking, and wondering who the hell screamed at me. That's
0: a very normal reaction. Yeah, who's
1: in my room? Yeah.
0: I'm picturing, like, a cat, you know, when they're, like, stressed out and just, like, looking around.
1: (laughs) Kind of (laughs) lemur-esque. Yeah. Um, I didn't see him, but I felt the presence in my doorway of my closet. I grabbed my stuff and ran out of my room. I cried to my mom, telling her what had happened, but again she dismissed it. Uh, we have a big diesel yes, there's, happening there's outside. There's like a
0: party happening out there. Yeah. It is a big-ass diesel. It's one of those big doolies.
1: Rolling through a small street. Cool. We're trying to record here. Don't you know we're looking for ghosts? <laughs> the next really standout sighting for me... Sighting for me was in college. I
0: feel like her mom was also experiencing shit. I was just like, just like, no,
1: no, no, it's fine, it's fine, nope, it's fine. Nope, nope, That's what I will probably do if like yes. my kids ever eventually say. I, I'd be like, no. But then they get older and I'm turning around and I'm like, listen.
0: What I feel like I'll do is a, it's like kind of a middle ground, be like, oh i doubt it but just in case let's light up something in here yeah this space (laughs) make you (laughs) you feel better you know
1: some if it's gonna make you feel better let's get some lavender Mm. but in the back of my mind i'm like what do we got for ghosts you gotta get the fuck out here (laughs) like Like, get out of here let's make an oil and an incantation (laughs) (laughs) um all right so my boyfriend now husband had moved in with me and my little in my little one-bedroom apartment. We were both asleep, and when I woke up suddenly to a feeling of absolute dread, uh, I opened my eyes and saw the shadow man standing over my bed and staring at my boyfriend. I was frozen there for only a second until I managed to grab my pillow and chuck it at him. Good for you! Hell yeah! He instantly vanished, and my boyfriend woke up. I told him what had happened. And though he didn't believe me, he is a firm atheist, he was sweet in letting me cry with fear about what happened. That's good. I told him about all the times I had seen this thing and that sometimes he would disappear and then other times he wouldn't. My boyfriend and I eventually got married and had, uh, and he had joined the army. Our first station was at Fort Drum, New York. I was only there for three months until I moved back to Texas to stay with my sister until my husband returned from his diploma. De- from his deployment, and lo and behold, what should I see? He's just waiting for him to leave. Mm-hmm. It's like soon he leaves, I'm gonna stand over her again. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? I
0: thought that was Clark
1: moving. I saw him move. Did you just make a noise? That may have been the refrigerator. But you heard it.
0: Yeah.
1: You can't treat me.
0: But you heard it.
1: I was sleeping on the couch in my sister's living room when I woke up to a suffocating sensation. I was able to look at the clock in the kitchen, which was right next to the living room, and it was 3 a.m. The shadow man was once again standing right above me, but I feel like. But I feel this was the first time I felt like I was being crushed. I struggled and struggled to move and to cry out for my sister, and I distinctly remember the feeling of tears pouring down the sides of my face as I panicked. I'm sure it was only a few seconds, but it felt like an eternity. I was able to scream out my sister's name, and as soon as it left my lips, I was able to get up and run to her room. I cried and told her what had happened, and she let me share her bed for the remainder of the night. She didn't know she didn't know how she felt at the time. Uh, she didn't have any issues with her place. I'm guessing ghostly issues yeah, with now her Yeah, no, this thing's
0: following you. Yeah.
1: She told me that she thought this thing was following me, but yeah. she didn't know why. I saw the shadow man a couple of times after that, in ways that made me scared and then eventually angry." Yeah, you hit that point. You're like, okay, buddy. Fuck off. Listen. I saw him standing over me and my husband a few weeks after my husband returned from his deployment. I saw him standing in the hallway of my friend's house when I drove out to visit them in Arkansas it's just drawing that haunted power from arkansas It's just it was super powerful it was like yeah good arkansas i'm gonna stand over good ozark energy he's just radiating <laughs> time and time again he just stood there staring he didn't walk towards us didn't reach out didn't uh and didn't retreat it wasn't until recently that my entire perspective perspective of him had changed Nine months ago, he appeared in my room, bent over me at my house here in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. But I don't know why every time somebody's from Texas, I have to get that excited. But I didn't wake up to him. My husband did. Finally. Finally. My very atheist husband, who had never believed in spirits or ghosts. You listening, Clark? He's already looking. He was already looking up like, I know she's going to look at me. He had never believed in spirits or ghosts. Uh... And he had woken up at 3 a.m. to a feeling of an intruder. He looked over to his side where I slept, very pregnant with our son, and saw a tall male figure bent over our bed staring at me and my stomach. Ew. That's when I get mad. Yeah, that's that's when I'm it's like, like, it's enough. enough.
0: It's not just about you anymore. Yeah.
1: My husband, being an ex-army in- infantry man, acted in the only way he knew. He jumped over and took a swing at That'd it. That'd be Hunter. That Hunter, Hunter yeah. would
0: immediately wake up and he would do some sort
1: of cover throw distraction. <laughs> <He would. laughs> I know he would. And he'd say something sassy like, the fuck out of here. Like, or something. Yeah, who <laughs> is it? You fucking lost! <laughs> I love that, Hunter. You just gave him the Zach Megan's voice. I love that. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Does this shadow man want to throw down? (laughs) Um, Okay, so he jumped over, took a swing at it, while simultaneously throwing himself over me to protect me and the baby. I woke up to him leaning... That's almost as scary to wake up to. You're just the fuck, whoa. Uh, I woke up to him throwing... I woke up to him leaning over me with his arm arch back in pre-punch. I naturally asked him what the hell he was doing, he said that he had a bad dream and told me to go back to sleep. I knew that he had nightmares now and again from his deployment, so I didn't pry. I also didn't tell him that he had startled me from a dream that I had been having. I dreamt that the shadow man had walked into my bedroom from the living room. I felt fear at the first I felt fear at first, but then irritation. This was the first time I had ever thought of saying anything to him. I asked him what he wanted, but he just stood there in silence and just stared. That's when my husband had woken me up. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. The next day, my husband decided to tell me what he had seen, and I told him about my dream. That's him. (laughs) I wonder how sassy you were, Uh because for me, me. I would have been like, Mm
0: -hmm. ah. "Get the like the
1: mouth." Mm -hmm. No, you saw. You had an experience. Did you see him? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen him too. How do you feel? The fear <laughs> the fear I saw in my husband's eyes was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Hell yeah.
0: It's enough. As
1: smarmy as you want to be about it, you're like, don't fuck with my dude. Yeah. All right. This is a man who has looked death in the eye and seen death before his feet and yet now had such concern... Ho- uh, and yet now he had such concern hovering over him like a cloud. Well,
0: because you're dealing with something that's not... It's not bound by boundaries.
1: Yeah. you know, And there's no... Uh,
0: Logic to it. Yeah, it just is. You know?
1: Uh, I was no longer scared of the shadow man. Good. In that moment, I became absolutely livid. I love when a story hits Mm -hmm. that fever Mm -hmm. pitch. I reached out to a medium as well as a few other spiritually inclined folks. Three different people gave me three different tarot readings. And they all seemed to feel that the shadow man was not malevolent. I'm sorry, guys. I had to do that a couple of times. (laughs) That word always gets me. Malevolent but rather someone from my past who was trying to contact me. The medium I spoke to gave me the- The medium I spoke to gave me the same conclusion, and mind you, I didn't tell any of them what the other ones had said or thought. Although I was wary of this idea, I gave it a chance. I told myself that the next time I see the shadow man, I was going to tell him to kindly fuck off. Mm-hmm. To leave my home and my family uh, and leave us alone, and to only approach me if I'm not around my family or in my own home. Okay, so you can come back, but you yeah. better not come back around me or my, my yeah. kids. You know, That time came a few weeks later. I, for the last time as of now, woke up at 3am and saw him by the end of my bed, just standing there. I felt frozen for only a second, but was able to speak. But when I was able to speak, I told him, I don't know who you are. What's Liam Neeson say? I don't know who you are, but I will find you. I don't know who you are, but I know we once had a life together before. Whatever like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. I get where we're going. uh, Whatever life we once had together has passed on, and I am living this current life. I need you to stay away from me and my husband and stay away from me and my son. I will acknowledge you and talk to you when I know my family is 100% safe. If you try to hurt my family, I will fucking end you. (laughs) Which, now that I think about it, isn't that much of a threat because, you know, spirit not alive. But he went away when I blinked, uh, and I haven't seen him since then. Sometimes I feel a presence, but I can't say for sure that it is him. I looked at how easy he was to just leave when I had asked, and I reflect on all the times that he came to see me before that moment and uh, what else was going on in my life. The time I woke up as a child now feels like a guardian was watching out for me. I will say this because the day we moved out of our farmhouse, my mom and uncle, who had been helping us pack, had discovered signs of a squatter hiding on the property. Someone had been hiding out in the attic and had taken one of my sister's cabbage patch dolls, uh, when they found, which they found hanging by a noose made of shoestrings. We didn't know how long this person had been there, uh, but there were never any signs that this person had been in my room or touched any of my items. When I was in middle school and had fallen back asleep after my alarm went off, uh, I would, I would have missed school and the task test uh, oh. if if the scream didn't wake me up. You don't want to miss that task so test.
0: Maybe he
1: it was just like, "Get up!"
0: wasn't that terrible?
1: You know, he is just. It's, just it, it's like somebody else uh, had said recently. It's it's not um. It's not necessarily that they're trying to scare you. We just get scared yeah. by them. Yeah. And if any of y'all know what this test is, oh it's the one. Then you know it's one of those stupid state state standardized tests and my school was very much on board with it so you miss it you fail. Yeah, yeah you don't go do the next grade. It's your entire school career is built around these tests. bullshit tests. In college when I woke up to see him staring at my boyfriend that I uh that could have been anything from curiosity uh to who is this new person in my life to concern for me. Because my husband was a stranger. Okay, so just like, who is this guy? Yeah. I don't know since I have not jumped into a past life regression yet to find the, the shadow man. Could you imagine finding a love of yours from a previous life and watching them grow up and find a new love, start yeah, a new family? That's pretty sad. Uh, all, all the whole time, they're, they're scared of you. Mm-hmm. Scared mm-hmm. At AF. They don't know who you are. You may wonder how I can dismiss the time it felt uh, like I was being crushed. Well, as that night turned into day, I got a call from one of the wives whose husband was deployed with mine. Their FOB was attacked and there were casualties, but she didn't know who all got hurt and killed. Thankfully, my husband was okay. I like to imagine that the time frames lined up and that I I was awakened right after the attack. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think to notate any of the times at the time this was going on. I am making plans to reach out to this shadow man, uh, around Sawin of this year. Good okay. I am not worried or scared in the slightest, but I am curious to see what I find out. I am sure some people will cringe at the thought of me reaching out. Uh, not in this case. No, not at all. Uh, but at this point I'm truly not worried. And that's why I'm not cringing. <laughs> if you're not worried, if you're like scared to death, maybe don't. Yeah. Or if you're really uninformed, if you're a kid with a Ouija board, don't do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you're a a grown ass and you have some idea now of what's going on, um, it's interesting how years and years of fear can change when you get the courage to ask a question or make the request to kindly fuck off. Yeah. If I find out why all of this has happened and if I'm allowed to share what I find, yes. I hope I do just that. Absolutely. Do it. Absolutely. I want to. I
0: want a part two. I want a V2.
1: Yes, please. Send, uh, send V2 mm-hmm. after saw one of this year. I wish you the best of luck. Yeah. Uh, and again, let's reach out to the coven over on Facebook. If the, if you guys have like a really great person in mind, who's great at this kind of stuff, past life regression and, and, things like that hit us up with those ideas and let's try to get some connects going and see what happened Mm. let's let's solve a let's solve a ghost case
0: today ghost case so this next one was sent in by lauren m who
1: we've we've met we have met
0: (laughs) uh and uh she says trigger warning for religious content uh having recently departed from my lifelong membership in a high intensity faith group Uh, some people would call it a cult Mm. that focused a lot on spirituality i'm unsure if i believe in spirituality and the supernatural literally anymore Mm -hmm. so i don't know anymore how to frame the experiences i had while still a part of that religion anxiety attacks or spirits both who knows i'll just share my stories as i experienced them at the time and let you draw your own conclusions about what really happened we'll just speculate Feel free to cut or skip anything that doesn't feel relevant or spooky enough. <laughs> when I was teeny tiny, I had a pervasive fear that I would be kidnapped late at night by men with masks with masks and striped shirts like burglars from The Sims. After the lights were off, I'd often stare at the white closed door that the darkness had layered gray with a gnawing in my stomach. I'd stay as still as I could in the blanket So I might look like I wasn't there When I started to drift I would find myself jerking awake I do them all the mm-hmm. time uh, This progressed into a nightmare I had regularly from ages 4 to 6 It was always the same In my dream I wore an old fashioned nightgown With a yoke and frilled shoulders And a ribbon at the collar i would slowly get out of bed and walk down the hallway i knew what was coming every time i had this dream and felt growing trepidation as i shuffled to the second story banister overlooking the entry hall but i couldn't stop i climbed the banister and balanced on it in my bare feet i stood and swayed just long enough to feel the vertigo swell as i looked down at the marble entry hall floor then jumped the sensation of falling was very real uh, I felt my stomach drop and my head rush in the split second the floor sped towards me, and crushing weight and blackness at the moment of impact. It was only after a moment of blackness that I woke up. Mm-hmm. Those dreams stopped after we moved out of the house when I was six. It never occurred to me to check until now, but we were the first people to live in that house after it was built, so there was no history of death there. Oh. When i was 15 i had a more vivid waking experience one night when i was staying up late in bed trying to memorize some scriptures for a test in my early morning seminary class suddenly i felt dread like a hand was squeezing my heart the whole world felt different and i was terrified like i could suddenly see not only right around me but everything around inside the house and it was all in negatives all in a negative setting on a photo image editor but emotionally speaking rather than visually I was absolutely certain that in that moment, it was the second coming of Jesus Christ and the world was ending. Instead of feeling excited by this, I was filled with complete terror. I looked out the window to see if I could see Jesus or angels in the sky. I tried to say a prayer, but even though I folded my arms and closed my eyes, I found myself literally unable to pray. It was like there was a signal jammer. Panicking, I ran downstairs and woke up my mom she gathered what she could out of my frantic explanation and immediately knelt with me beside her bed with her arms around me while she gave a beautiful prayer after her prayer i felt much better but was still scared to go back to my room we felt that it had suddenly visited it had suddenly been visited by an evil spirit so strong that it even interrupted me while i was in the midst of scripture study since my brother was out of town with my dad i slept in his room that night still too afraid i would have slept with my mom still too afraid to go back to sleep in my bedroom the next day i stayed home from school both to recover and to do everything i could to invite the holy spirit back into my bedroom sort of an instinctual attempt to cleanse the area of negativity years later after having moved again as a young adult i started having more intense experiences with what i considered demons as a brief explanation in the theology of my old religion it's believed that there is both a heavenly father and heavenly mother and that we and the spirits that are now demons are their spirit children Humans are two-thirds of their children who chose to follow the Heavenly Father's plan, and evil spirits and demons, what have you, what have you, are the one-third who rejected God's plan. Thus, they're crazy jealous of our mortal bodies and seek to control them whenever possible.
1: Honestly, like, not a bad explanation I mean, for demons. You know,
0: and incident, each incident I experienced in adulthood was also tied to the interactions with toxic people in my life or energy vampires, so mm-hmm. do with that what you will. Yeah. Once I found that I was... once I found that I was instant messaging one such person my hands started curling into a tense claw shape and lifting up into the air against my will I was in denial so other than panicking at the moment I didn't tell anybody else and I just ignored it but then one night while my parents were out out of the country it happened again I was lying back in a recliner chatting with another energy vampire (laughs) friend online in the living room when I felt a sense of darkness overcome me all of a sudden, I felt heavy, almost drowsy, but with feelings of roiling guilt and self-loathing instead of sleepiness. Even though or even typing was difficult because I moved so slow and my limbs felt so heavy. Once again, my right hand tensed into a claw shape and started lifting up. My whole body tensed and was stiff as a board, and my laptop slid off of my lap, lap, and fell with a thump onto the carpet. As I stared at my claw-shaped shaking hand lifting now to rise above my head, I started screaming. That was it, for real, I was being possessed. It was all I could think as my body started thrashing against my will and I fell to the floor, still screaming. Mm. My brother and his girlfriend, Kayla, now his wife, ran to find me that way and immediately tried to, to help. Since I couldn't speak, they at least protected my head. My brother tried to pry, or pray with his hands on my head and cast the demon out in the name of Jesus Christ. But knowing that he did not hold... But knowing that he did not hold the priesthood because of the church's worthiness requirements, he wasn't confident it would work. It didn't. Mm. I kept thrashing and screaming and thought I felt a literal malicious presence inside me, rejoicing at having control of a body. Finally, Kayla called her dad, who came over and anointed me in in consecrated olive oil and gave me a hands-on head blessing, which this time worked immediately. I felt the presence leave and my body went still. As soon as the blessing was over, I stood up and literally danced from the elation of controlling my body again. This type of body thrashing experience reoccurred reoccurred often after this, but more often in the form of anxiety attacks without the presence of an entity. After a lot of therapy, those have calmed down. Mm. Two and a half years ago, my mom died very suddenly. The day after she died, I heard a voice in my mind say, oh Lauren, go to Barnes and Noble and buy that journal with that tree on the cover you've always loved and say it was a gift from me. Months later, I felt her wrap her arm around my shoulder while I was listening to music and sobbing, sobbing, grieving her. When I came out to my family as bisexual, my sister-in-law Kayla encouraged me to talk to my mom out loud about it. I felt her listening intently, mildly confused, but loving all the same. After leaving that religion and finding my witchy oath, the tree journal I had never written in became my book of shadows, Mm. which is how I still use it, with a lock of her hair and a flower from her casket pressed between the pages. Mm. Now, whether it was all psychological or spiritual, I like to picture that... Those are voices outside. (laughs) I like to picture that my emotional work and my mom on the other side form protection for me whenever I used... Or for whatever used to haunt me. Thanks for reading. Mm. That was interesting. That was. I gotta pee again. Oh, Bye-bye.
1: Oh, my leg. My leg! My leg!
0: Oh, I sat on my foot wrong. Dick. Oh, I can't walk on it. I sat on my dick.
1: <laughs> this chair is as wide as a whole couch cushion. It's very wide. You very much sink. You're, you're very curled up in it. I like it. it. I want to take this home. It was funny when we got here, you were wearing, like, fabric that matched it pretty well. I felt good about it. It's also funny. <laughs> Segways. Uh, it's also funny how our current beliefs, like our re- religious beliefs, can inf- in fact can impact how we view those kinds of situations oh, yeah. so heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really interesting. Our last story comes to us from Abby N. Abby Inn says, <laughs> "I don't know, I'm reading this like a bean footage." <laughs> um, I'm reaching out today to recount one of my own childhood experiences with the supernatural. I actually don't even know if you will read this email because I'm sure you're both very busy and receive many emails, <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to write it anyway. It's a long one, but I think you will both appreciate it uh, for your for your own enjoyment or to perhaps use as spooky soda material. Oh, well, look at that. I promise it's worth the read, but you might want to grab a snack and a drink.
0: Well, I'm going to eat Can a picho.
1: I'm going to grab my drink. This one has a hole. <laughs> the way God intended. <laughs> Fucking weird holeless pizza. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you, Abby, for suggesting that snack break. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right. It was the summer of 2011, and my parents had just finalized their divorce. I was 11, and my sister was nine. Looking back now, I feel like this year aged me tenfold. Mm. My mom was broke as she had not yet become an RN and therefore did not have the luxury of many housing choices. It was a mentally and spiritually draining time in all of our lives, and I think we were easy prey for what we face oh. next. Okay, I get it. I will never forget when my mom first showed my sister and I the apartment that we would be moving into. It was part of a triplex. I've never heard of a triplex. Huh. A triplex and it had two Catholic church. Tri- two catholic churches next to it that across one. and to the right two um already the house was a beacon are they like dueling catholic churches <laughs> i like
0: to think they have marquee fights. that like
1: yeah it was like cross the street and go to hell i don't know that's really intense i a do church. have to tell
0: you though when we were driving to uh galveston we yeah. were down this like tiny road and there was a church marquee and no punctuation nothing it just said satan is a nerd
1: All right. Yeah. Don't allow it. Uh, <laughs> can we make sure it says Satan is a nerd? That's great. Yeah. All right. Already the house was a beacon for spirits. As soon as I entered the house, I was met with a foreboding feeling. The house was old as shit. The wood floors were slanted. Uh, vehicles. And, uh, yes. A lot. Loud or one really long vehicle. <laughs> The house was old as shit. The wood floors... will were- shut up. <laughs> God, I like to think someone was just sitting in their car and they're like, I'm gonna wait till she starts talking again. <laughs> uh, the wood floors were slanted as the foundation was moving down the hill. The basement was one of the old ones where it wasn't made with cement, but huge boulders and you practically had to crouch. I think that's like the one that's in this, yeah. in this yeah. uh, location. Not to mention, the goddamn attic door was nailed shut. I'm seeing similarities. I'm talking about you. God, maybe it was just this house. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this place was all sorts of fucked up. I knew that this was not my home, and I told my mom as such. She thought I was just reluctant because I wanted to stay in my uh, childhood home and begged me to give it a try. I realized she was probably right and I really wanted it to become ours. I knew she was doing the best she could, uh, and I relented, not wanting to cause her any more stress. Cut to us three actually moving in. We had spent all day unpacking and moving things in here and there, and we were all exhausted, so we tumbled into our beds. After a long day of moving, ooh. My sister and I shared a room uh, with my mom sleeping just down the hall. At the other end of the hall was a uh, was the sketchy attic door. We were sound asleep when we heard a loud bang. My sister Sarah and I jumped up and ran into Mom's room. We decided to all go check out the downstairs where everything was fine, except for a hand-painted portrait of the three of us at Niagara Falls.
0: Did I say that right? That's fancy.
1: That is fancy. A hand-painted portrait. The glass... Uh, The glass in the frame was shattered when it was knocked to the floor. None of our other pictures had fallen, and Mom chalked it up to a loose nail. Yeah. The next few years would consist of relentless strange happenings. Lights and fans would turn on and off by themselves. Our very old cats became very active after moving it. This is just the fountain of youth for cats. Uh, And would literally yowl and run into the walls. Naturally. We would, cats, love it. Uh, we would watch the TV Cats, Cats are crazy love about it. this one cool trick. Dogs hate this. Nine out of ten doctors believe this will fix your cat. <laughs> Does this cat wanna throw down? <laughs> uh, oh We would watch the TV change channels while we sat uh and the remote was left undisturbed. Hundreds of episodes of The Waltons would be recorded on our DVD. That's on our DVR. hilarious. No matter how many times I deleted the timer. That is so funny. <laughs> the Waltons. All right. Um, hundreds. Hundreds of episodes of The Waltons <laughs> would be recorded on our DVR. No matter how that many is so times funny. I deleted the timer. The rocking chair would move at a pace of someone actually rocking in it. Okay. Uh, we heard knocking All the time, which my mom always called out hello. (laughs) After a while, my sister and I stopped sleeping in our own room and slept with our mom. We wouldn't even go into the house. Sorry, I just got a text from mom and it like drops down when it does that and just mom that place looks creepy. Uh we wouldn't even go into the house without my mom being there. After you don't wanna get you don't want to fucking watch those Walton episodes. I get it. After school, we would wait on the porch for my mom to get home. I would have continuous dreams of this big, black, hellish dog chasing me up from the basement. Black shock. I was just thinking it's black (laughs) shock. Through the apartment. Uh, But the only safe haven haven was my old home. Hmm. Once my gram came over to watch Sarah and I at the apartment, I told her it was haunted, to which she replied, That would make sense. When I was a girl... When I was a girl, this building was a funeral home. Me as a grandma. Yeah. Yeah, I'd believe it. Yeah. Probably. That makes sense. Just, I think this place is haunted. Well, yeah, probably is. A bunch of dead bodies were right in your bedroom. Yep. When my mom came home, I confronted her about its history, and she claimed my gram was just trying to freak us out. (laughs) One time, Sarah and I were fighting about this whiteboard and dry erase markers that uh, she would always use. I was coloring on it and I noticed the red marker was missing. I asked her where the marker was, and she said she didn't know. This heated up into an argument where we were yelling at each other, and I was calling her and I was calling her irresponsible um, and just kept yelling, "Where's the red marker?" <laughs> <laughs> You're irresponsible. Where's the red marker? Where's the red marker? I can see this like fight happening all of a sudden we hear a pluck and something rolls to the other side of the couch something's like shut shut up here's your fucking enough look i just wanted to use it for a second in the other plane that i'm in you're both irresponsible uh we both stopped fighting and just stared at each other not wanting to believe it sure as shit when i crawled over to the other side of the couch there was the goddamn red marker By far the scariest thing I ever experienced in that house was when I was trying to fall asleep. As mentioned, I slept in my mom's room and my sister uh, with my sister in the same bed, but I, I was always closest to the door. Fuck that noise. I had actually trained myself to sleep with my ears plugged because the house would make so much noise and the cats went berserk at night. I was trying to go to bed, but this night my cat was meowing constantly at the closed door i kept telling her no way princess am i getting out of bed to open the door in the dark i like to think that the cat's name isn't even princess no No princess princess. the cat would not go away for like 15 minutes suddenly the meowing ceased and the doorknob started rattling uh old ass farmhouse doors that need an actual key to unlock yeah those metal clanky bitches I thought there was no way in hell that Princess is standing on her hind legs shaking the doorknob. I heard the door unlatch and slowly open, and Princess paddled across the floor as if I wasn't already terrified. I felt someone sit on the edge of the bed beside me. It was as much of a real presence that my uh, it was so much of a real presence that my body slightly rolled to uh-huh, the side. Uh-huh as if somebody was really making a dent in the foam mattress. I couldn't see because most of my head was covered in blankets and I just froze. Get it. Fear and horror locked my body stiff. I tried to speak, but couldn't move my mouth. I don't know how long I laid there like that, uh, just wanting to get control back. But after a while, I could finally move my hands and lifted it to tap my mom. Just shakily tap my mom. She woke up and knew something was wrong with Oh, she me. was in bed with her mom. Yeah. Okay, I missed that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, she's they at this point they're all sleeping in okay. the same in the same place. Gotcha. Uh, what's going on? She asked. I spoke to, like somebody had just plunged me into freezing water. I can hear that. <laughs> yeah. Something opened the door. It was here. She sprung out of bed and flipped on the lights, and I just fell into hysterics. Yeah, what you want to hear is, like, no, baby, go back to sleep. No, it's because, yeah, I like to think that she heard it, too, Mm -hmm. and was like... It's it's fine. She had no explanation for anything that happened tonight. We kept the lights on after that. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, we moved out of that house many years ago, but it still haunts me. I have a nightmare that we have no money again and are forced to move back to that apartment. I have never... Uh, I have never and hope to never experience that kind of fear paralysis again. During the stay at the apartment, my mom never believed in ghosts or hauntings. However, if you ask her now, she will 100% guarantee that that place was haunted as hell and absolutely believes in ghosts. You never believe it till it happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, A little side note, a couple of months after we moved, my mom saw the realtor that got us the apartment. She asked him if the apartment had any new renters. He said that a few people were looking at it. My mom jokingly said, well, make sure you tell them it's haunted. The realtor turned serious and said he wasn't going to, oh, the realtor turned serious and said that he wasn't going to tell my mom this before she moved in. But when he went to check the house, uh, he went into the attic. When he went upstairs, he saw a body lying on an old mattress. And when he looked away to call 911, the body had disappeared. Why wouldn't you tell someone that? I feel like that is very I guess important information. If you're a realtor, you don't want to just be like, and this is the attic where I saw a body. <laughs> I mean, me as a realtor, sure. I'd True. Be like,
0: I mean, because a lot of people don't I mean, don't buy that, you know? And so you try to help them and be like, look, I walked up to the attic and I saw a body. And, and they're like, body. all right. I looked away uh, and it was crazy gone. Crazy face. But so, um, like,
1: well, let's look at the next one. Yeah. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed my retelling of the events that happened to me. If you actually make it to the end of this harrowing journey, congrats. And thank you for taking the time out of your day to read my tale. That's Mm. very professional. (laughs) Everything I uh, wrote is 100% all authentic, honest to gods and goddesses. I have never uh, experienced anything else like that in my time. uh, And I hope I never do again. Feel free to share this story with yourselves or on the podcast. I absolutely love listening to you. Thank you. Wabah just brightens my day. Stay spooky, witches. Mm. I quite enjoyed that one. That quite freaked me out. I liked it. I I liked the imagery that was so dead on balls accurate. Just the like talking like you were freezing cold. And then like when you can finally move, you're just like, can like barely tap. Mm. Like, hey, mom. So those were our listener stories. Got them. Got them. All right, there's our spooky stories. So thank you for hanging out with us in this very special seventh Very special. Story. Spoopy-sode. Uh, and like we said, if you guys heard any strange anomalies that we did not follow up with saying, like, that was a that was a car or yeah. that was a person or, or whatever. Please point it out in, in a timestamp format. Let us know. We're gonna have for our Patreon supporters a ton of extra footage, mostly uh pictures. Yeah. Again, yeah. y'all are gonna tell us what you think of that picture that we, we got like four seconds after getting here. Of yeah. The that's face. A whole, that's a whole thing. Uh-huh, a face in a goddamn window. Let us know what you think about that. Uh, we're going to continue our night, play the flashlight game. We're going to do some EVPs, take more pictures. So there's going to be all of that information, uh, information, all of that extra stuff over for our Patreon supporters. Uh, Macy, where can you get at us to send us one email? You can send us one email. Just one. One. You get one. You get one. You admit one. <laughs> Soon it's going to be half, so jump on it.
0: And that is at WBAHpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Heck yes. Uh, where can you let old Jim slither his little chilly finger down your neck?
0: Did you like that? Mm. You can do that.
1: <laughs>
0: Wonderful opportunity. Once in a lifetime One. opportunity. Yes. Honestly,
1: before that finger falls off. It's so. truly a once in a lifetime. <laughs> It'll be gone.
0: Uh, and that is at Witch Amateur Hour.
1: Oh. Uh, come eat with us over on Facebook at bitch hour Which amateur nope. hour at which amateur hour at bitch hour is our Twitter mm-hmm. um, what else Patreon uh, if you did if you were interested in that Patreon support we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash WBAH podcast yes and we have the cutest little P.O. Box in Texas where is where can you get at it, it? is at P.O. Box 865
0: mm. Canton, Texas 75103. We also have an ad cast. And cast. You can advertise with us. Cast your ads. At uh advertisecast.com mm-hmm. slash mm. the. The Witch Bitch Amateur Hour Podcast.
1: You can also search for us on any of these platforms, and we'll probably come up. We'll be there. We'll be there. Happy Halloween to you, ghouls and Mhm. one day i'll get it
0: then I, I think we're gonna i think we're gonna send this off send this spooky soda send it,
1: off into the evening we're gonna place it into jim's hands mm. his and he'll capable hand well hand hand yeah hand
0: <laughs> lest we forget
1: he'll kind of just grip it to his chest mm-hmm. and meander away and i feel like do a little yeah nod yeah and kind of kind of like Walk away, but not no, move his a feet. He has a club foot. Yeah, I
0: was kind of dragging. Kind of shuffle. Hmm. I'll shuffle off.
1: Leave kind of a, a strange aura behind him. Maybe a trail of slime, yeah. like a slug. Ooh, and like you know when you see heat coming off the road, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, kind
0: of like a mirage.
1: And he'll ta- he'll bring you the episode. So
0: he'll come right to your your bedside and hand it to he, you.
1: He's probably there right now.
0: Yeah, good old Jim.
1: We good old Jim. Jim. God bless him. <laughs> Once again, this has been the WBH podcast. Happy Halloween! Goodbye. Bye, Beans. <laughs> Wait. No. Whatever.